icon the pride of the pilgrims the most honest man in all of podcasting and a damn handsome man many have said in sure yeah jack e jones along with my right hand man my audio soulmate the enforcer of the headyverse one inch biceps the power goat ah the man who tells you what to do, the boss, baby. Bah, indeed, Intra. Bah, mm. indeed. That's right. Streaming live here on the YouTube. So what you do, Intra, every Tuesday night, you go over to YouTube.com slash C slash IY Wrestling slash live, and that will take you right where you need to go we're gonna get a get a new link right up on the website all that stuff but right now i'm backing up 15 years of without your head 16 years of in your head and i'm losing my mind uploading non-stop i've done like three years yeah i have like 30 combined more years to go if you do 15 and 15 it's insane but nonetheless the website will look different soon but anyway live tuesday nights also Live on uh, Wednesday nights following Impact. I'm going to do uh, – not Impact. Fuck Impact. Live Wednesday nights following Dynamite. Uh, not always, but uh, I'll, I'm going to try to do a, a post-show uh, for Dynamite. That'll be a quick show, just well, just so I could throw some stuff out there or else I forget. The thing is, this week, they said they don't even know if they're on on Wednesday this week. Right, so, so who knows? You're just going to have to 
watch and see if we're even on. Right, right. And if, so that, and if you're free Wednesday night, you can – I know you're usually not, uh-huh. but if you are, you're free to hop on. It just yeah. – otherwise, I forget what happens. We'll still talk about it here too, but it's live in my memory right after Dynamite. It's the only show I watch. So, mm-hmm. boom, come on. Gives people something to watch. It's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, I hear you. Subscribe on the new anchor.fm. Uh, you can, and you can subscribe at all the other places you used to get the show. They're all, they're all connected again uh, in some even new places. So Stitcher, um, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Breaker, um, um, uh, it's like uh, Pocket Cast, all kinds of them. Some of them I don't even know what the hell they are, but we're on them. Can you get it? On the Wii U? You have to work on that one because you're the Wii U man. <laughs> I used to have a friend that we used to call Wii Wii. Really? Yeah, I don't know I don't know the, the reason why we call them Wii Wii now. But Joey Larder, because I like to say people's uh-huh. full names, who recently just got married, actually. Congratulations, Joey. And um and for, forever we always called them Wii Wii, and I don't know why. I can't tell you. You bet that's that. Yeah, well, see, he's uh, my age, know. but we hung out with mostly older people. He was in my D and D crowd, so we were the two younger kids in the crowd. And they called me Neely Worm, and they called him Wee Wee. Hmm. Neely Worm, sometimes the kid, and he was always Wee Wee. Hmm. I remember something. Now it was. Somebody told them that he was going to wee in his pants, or wee wee in his pants, like he's going to pee his pants. And he went, no, I'm not, faggot, which you shouldn't say that. I'm sorry to say that. But this is what he said at the time, and then it it stuck Uh with everybody because he was like, we were like five, and they were like 14. And so it stuck with everybody throughout time, and he just became wee wee to everybody. Fascinating story, but there you go. Maybe I'll get him to, to zoom in some point. Get him to zoom in. We got to get to the, uh, we got to figure out this story because. Yeah, I know uh, there's more, there's a story there to the wee wee. I don't know why they called me Neely Worm now that I think about it, but that's, that was my nickname. And then uh, I use it still to this, not really so much, but I remember when I first got online, I would use it as like a, uh, a login place as the worm and they're Neely Worm, but not so much anymore, but. Well, Jack. Mm-hmm. Brody Lee, he took on Dustin Rhodes, mm-hmm. the natural. They call him the natural. Naturals can be. He didn't necessarily beat him up or anything as bad as what he did Cody Rhodes. I thought they should have repeated that in a way. Just it's destroyed like, the family. Just to destroy the family. So, like, Cody has to come and get revenge. You know? Good matchup. They're trying to make him, you know, into this big powerful heel you know but he's also a big guy dustin this is something i really disagree with i heard jim Cornette was uh, bitching about this match and said that they started the match like you know dustin they just ran at each other and started fighting but i was like that's the match you do that with you don't do that with every match yeah. i agree with that but that's actually a match you do that with he just destroyed his brother so of course he'd be pissed of course yeah i like this this was a good hard-hitting physical matchup between mm-hmm. two big dudes and the thing was, they're like, Cody Rhodes has a special message. After that, that the show. Not like this, yes. 
and you're like, well, he's, he's going to say something about him getting beat up or something, but no, he was only promoting a, a, a game show that he's like, like a host or whatever. I don't know what you call it. They have the, a the lot of these shows. It, they're like poor man's American gladiators yeah. where they're, it's, they're like uh, obstacle course type shows. Yeah. Kind of like was that. hosting one for a little while. Is he a panel of judges? Is that what he is? He's one of the. He's. One I have no idea. I saw. I saw like the first fifteen seconds of that, and uh, I was like, "This is not interesting to me." So, boom! I up. saw Snoop Dogg was in there. So Snoop Doggy Dog, and, and I saw the host. He's this guy that ever that on Facebook constantly tells me to like. I don't know who the guy is. Like he's like the some person comedian. himself is telling you to like him. Yeah, Facebook all the time. They always send me these things, and I and I hide it, and like don't uh-huh. see any more of this guy. I don't, and but it's they, not that I don't like him. I just don't know who he is, and it it it, it bothers, it annoys me because <laughs> they're just telling me I, I love this guy. They somehow sure figure their way around it, like you you saying that you just trying to ignore it, and they're like, yeah, they just keep telling like me. This. Yeah, Facebook recommends this guy, Brian Kreischer or Kreischer or something. And he's like always standing there with like no shirt on. He's kind of a fat, hairy dude. And that's fine. I mean, maybe he's an hilarious comedian. I don't know. But yeah. I'm just like, oh, God, this annoys me. Just keep, and I, you know, hit hide and stuff and it just keeps yeah. coming. I don't know. I don't know what the hell the deal is. Beats me, my man. You must be in tight with, uh, with the Facebook. That's he probably how I got this up, gig. He just calls up Zuckerberg or. TNT is probably like, who should we get for a, who should we get for a host for this show? And every time they log into Facebook, they're like, get this guy. They're like, I guess we, I guess we gotta do it. I guess we gotta do it. We have to give in to their demands. He's gonna be our host for the show that Cody Rhodes is on. Mm-hmm. I just bought but, this shirt, by the way. Actually, I, I lied. I buy it. My mommy bought it for me. Thirteen, baby. Was that thirteen? That was, or was 14. that 14? I, that fourteen? I she bought it because this was the last WrestleMania. I was at last, I think, well, no, we've been to last pay-per-view probably that I was with my mom. It was me, my mom, our brother, our uncle, maybe that's it. Uh, we all went to Boston. Uh-huh. It was right at the boom period. This was when Austin beat Michaels for the title. Mike Tyson yeah. was the referee. His tickets used to be tickets were cheap to things. We used to go to all kinds of live shows because tickets, you know, you could get tickets for 20 bucks. And I remember uh, getting up early to order tickets for WrestleMania. And it used to be you'd just order, and they would give you the best available tickets. Because, you know, it wasn't necessarily huge. Not like today where things are so much different. And it was like, okay, sir, that'll be, you know, $3,000. I was like, holy fuck, because I'm like – I was like a – how old was I then? That would have been – I was in my either like early twenties or teens. So I'm uh-huh. like, holy shit! I'm not paying you know three grand for for no. for tickets. <laughs> since I was like, would well, you anything cheaper? And they were like, oh well, yeah, we got you know. So I got the you know way up in the top, but they were like mm-hmm. you know reasonable. But I want to pay like eight hundred dollars a ticket. So well, we got there though, and I was real quick before I get to him. Sorry, intro. Outside, there's a last. I don't see this anymore either. Uh, they were selling bootleg shirts out of a garbage bag in the uh, in the parking lot. Just a dude, mm-hmm. and the shirts look way better than the WWE shirt. So I bought one, and I had wore it for years. I think I either I gave it away on the prize wheel or I still have it, but it would be way too big for me now. 
but it was uh, it was Michaels and Austin facing off, and then uh, it has Mike Tyson right between. But I don't have that straight anymore. But this is still pretty cool. Yeah, excellent. Well, I would like to apologize for not being here you last week, be. but I just ass. want to tell everybody that I was pretty much beside the site of WrestleMania three. I was in Pontiac, Michigan. Really? Did you go hang out? Not really. I was just there to get some stuff and get out of there. My dad. Did your body slam your dad? Take this, Andre. We were going for car parts and um, we were there. And as we were taking the doors off, because my dad needs some doors, drove all the way up there because we couldn't find these damn doors anywhere. So um, I was talking to the fellas and I, I did mention, I was like, this is where WrestleMania three happened. And they're just like, Oh, what a dork. 93,000 <laughs> people. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're like, they're like, Oh yeah. 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 That was here. Cause they were talking about movies that were being filmed there. And I was like, WrestleMania three. Tell them a dorks. Uh-huh. And I was movies. like, they tore, I was like, they tore down the silver dome though. Didn't they? And they were like, yeah, it's gone. No silver dome. You should have – well, maybe you don't want to slam your dad, but maybe your dad should have slammed you. For, like, you should have recreated it, yeah. But I'm not a giant, though. My dad would be the giant. I'm yeah, no we, Hulk Hogan. Though, we yeah. did not – he'd maybe not take the bump, but at least pick him up and took it. That would have been a good picture. You, like, holding your dad up, like, for a body slam. That or we could have did Macho Man and Randy Savage. Because they say that's the one that's. I'm calling up Al Snow. He's going to piss. He's going to be pissed. He's like, that is not the greatest match. Al Snow is on the, uh, the, the his soapbox screaming, that's not the best match ever. Oh, yeah. You never heard him bitch about it? No. Nah, I miss yeah, that. He always bitches. But that or I tuned him out. The IWC nerd, the Marks will say that's the greatest match, but it's not the greatest match. It's Hulk Hogan versus Andre because it drew the uh-huh. money. It's he's all about the money. But oh. I mean along that theory, then like Al Snow never was anything. I mean, he's like the shits because he never drew no money. Maybe he knows it and he just doesn't want to say it. Also Maybe along those probably... lines, you know, Transformers, the greatest film of all time. Yeah, they did mention that it was up there. There were no, they were talking about one of the Avengers was filmed up there. But I see what you're saying. You're saying, well, yeah, if it's just money wise, yeah, the money is it the greatest film ever made? No, I don't even know it's the number yeah. one money maker anymore. I think everybody who listens to the program they know that Spaceballs is the best movie ever made. I saw it. you snow sold it, but a, a friend of mine on Facebook was wearing a Spaceballs a mask, and I was like, oh, this must be a buddy of Andrews. Oh, I didn't see that. What kind of mask was it? Was it like the a mat, you know, a mask, you know, to wear during COVID. But oh, it had space balls across it. Oh, cool. Like, space oh, balls, the COVID cool. mask. Yeah. That was kind of a thing in the in the movie, like where they were talking about advertising. They predicted COVID? Oh. No, merchandising. Like, Holy shit. Because <laughs> they had space, like, they had space balls and toilet paper and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. But, uh. You could do a new Spaceballs today and, you know, uh, make fun of all the uh, 
Rick Moranis was brought out of a retirement. Yeah, I was in a tag unit. Now, they've wanted him back for 20 years, 24 years or whatever. They've offered him these the, the great Ghostbusters uh, new one everyone loved. And he didn't come mm-hmm. back for that. He didn't come back for all these things. They are, and then what's he come back for? A TV commercial. I think he's about to start doing more stuff. When you wait, though, like Joe Pesci comes back. He's like, all right, I'm finally going to make another movie. But it's with Robert De Niro. Well, maybe the TV commercial wasn't as much as a commitment. Because I, I heard, like, he wanted to, like – step away from Hollywood so he could take care of his kids. Yeah, yeah, for kids. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know, but, like a TV so, commercial? Yeah, maybe that was just a day or something. You I know? get it, but I'm saying if you're going to come back, come back for something worthwhile. But he doesn't want to commit to a whole movie project. Though. Yeah, but just have, just have a cameo. Like, okay, I'm going to come back for this just movie. I'll, be, I'll play, you know, Sigmund the sea monster in, in the, in the, in the big screen adaptation of Sigmund and the sea monster. So I haven't seen the commercial, but uh, it was it a Dane cook commercial or something like it. that. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I remember back in the day, like commercials were fun. And like, I remember they'd even have like a show every year. It would show like the best commercials and I'd watch it. And I, I can't imagine myself doing that today. Like, holy shit. Yeah. I, you know, you fast forward. Now, it made me think, are commercials shitty today? Or do I just have a fond memory of them because you had to watch them at the time? Mm. It's, like high, it's like school pizza. Was school pizza really good? Probably not. But you were a little mm-hmm. kid. And like, you know, oh shit, it's Friday, they got pizza, so you look forward to yeah. it. I refuse to watch live wrestling just because I don't want to have to sit through the commercials. Yeah, I, I, watch, I watch it live usually just because uh, I don't want it spoiled. Well, I don't, don't want the only, big only show I watch is, Exactly, the only one I watch is Dynamite. Dynamite. Rusev, I'm a big fan That's of Rusev, correct. I'm glad he's here, but oh god, why they have to Pair him with Kip Sabian. And I'm sorry. I I love AEW. I'm an AEW fan. Mm. But that comedy was the shits. That was that was right out of a terrible WWE Raw segment. That's why I don't watch Raw anymore for segments because this was the shits. His <laughs> promo was was man. fine. But the all the stuff leading up to Rusev comes out, the pits. You didn't like uh, Brian Pillman being the guy? No, that was terrible because Brian Pillman has much more star power than the guy that they're pushing. Kip Sabian's a bum. They make they make Brian Pillman look like a total loser when he's boy when he's got more yeah. charisma, more ability. He's got more upside than the guy that they're trying to tell you is a star and they're pairing with one of the best modern-day wrestlers that they just got from WWE that's been misused for years, and they finally get this guy like, Let's, this is our chance. It's his chance to shine. Let's pair him with this bum. Yeah, he kind of he kind of outshined Kip Sabian. And kind of. Penelope. Oh, yeah, and, he, and even if he – I mean – he just comes out and like, oh, this guy. I thought maybe they were gonna do something with him, but no. 
He's like, why is he treated like a total bum? And they, they push Kip Sabian. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Penelope Ford. I've I seen Juju B post that it was her birthday earlier today. So. Happy birthday. But we're calling, we're calling your man a bum, but happy birthday. She's, <laughs> but, she's, she's, uh, she's cool. But, um, yeah, that was a little strange of a pairing. <laughs> I knew that Rusev you, was going to be on the show. Were you laughing your ass off at, like, Puffy the Fat Man nah, and stuff? This stuff was terrible. No. Nah. But I, um, I knew Rusev was going to be on the show, but I, I didn't I know. know at what point. So it did, like, legitimately surprise me that he was the best man whenever he came out. I was like, oh, I, I expected Rusev to be at the end of the show. When something's revealed and I already know about it, it's like towards the middle of the show. I'm kind of happy because, like, I I know I got the rest of the show where I don't know what's going to happen. So I was kind of happy in a way for that. That's but why I watch a live intro. Then I don't know. Yeah, I ain't reading the if sheets. I, watch- I always used to joke I'm not reading these dirty sheets, but there's an actual like website called the Dirty Sheets now. That's like an uh-huh. awful name. The dirty sheets. The dirty. That sounds so lame. What do you think? The dirty sheets. There's like a website for anything you like could say. Like if you just said like. I mean, it's uh, not dirty sh- about like sh- filthy sheets that Miss Destiny like, would have on her bed. It's a it's it's a wrestling thing. It's playing off dirt the dirt sheet, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. dirt sheet's probably taken, so they called it the dirty sheets. But that just her, dumb. her sheets are normally new though, Jack. She's always buying new pairs, so they're probably mm-hmm. clean. True. She's probably really uh, anti uh, dirty sheets. Maybe she's all the time talking about them. So. Get this today. Well, I get this the other day. What's that? Is that um, is that an ice scraper? It looks like one, yeah. right? But doesn't it? But it's 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 a little tiny <laughs> scratch ticket scratcher that says oh, mass lottery on it. Oh. Buddy at the uh, at the. At the uh, convenience store, gave it to me. So you, so you I can, thought, yeah, that makes sense. I thought it was a teeny ice scraper, but yeah, that that would my pocket. That's, that's a good uh, that's a good uh, thing to have. The other day I was there, and he's like, "Buddy, where were you?" Mm-hmm. Like I waited for you all day. You didn't come in, uh, and that's nice and all, but makes me feel weird. Like this guy, like uh, if I don't go to the convenience store one day, like. Can he get worried about me? I didn't go today either, so he's probably wondering what's happening. He's just going to show up at your house one of these days. Where were you? Movie star. When I came in the the first time since I had uh, buzzed my hair, mm-hmm. um, it was uh, now it needs buzzed again. But I came in, it was all clean buzzed. And he goes, movie star. He got new haircut. Now you're going to get all the Hollywood girlfriends. And then he just has a big smile on his face. He doesn't peak speak perfect English. He's yeah. an Indian guy. And, he just, ah, and then he gives me a big thumbs up. He's pretty awesome. Did, um, was it like once you cut your hair off, was it like Samson where like you, you lost all your power? Or do you <laughs> think you became more powerful? No, I think I'm more powerful. I get hit on more. Yeah. There you go. A lot of old women and, and young women. Like nobody my age. Old and young. Yeah. Nobody age appropriate. Hmm. <laughs> the other day, yes, was it was yesterday. It was either yesterday or the day before. Like you lose track of time now with 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 what's going on. Um, 
the street I walk up, there's a lot of old, there, there's a group of old women that's always playing croquet and they always talk to me and kind of, and then the right next door to has another older woman. She's not quite as old. They're like elderly women. And she's always kind of flirtatious. But this time she even said, she's like, oh, how much, what are you up to now? And I was like, oh, I've lost like 170 pounds. And she said, oh, you're going to have to tell me you, uh, what you can or can't eat if you ever take me up on my offer for to come over for me to cook you dinner. And I was like, oh. So I, was, I assume that was really hitting on me. She's probably like 65. Maybe she's just an old lady who likes to cook people dinner. Possible. I don't think so. But, well, I don't know. So well, what'd she make you? Mm, I haven't gone over. Okay. She lives in a big house, so she's probably got the the do re mi. So I'm sorry to talk about foolishness when you're talking about dynamite. So what did you think? I'm sorry. I I said what I thought. What did you think? Were you loving this? I like dynamite. I thought it was a good show overall. It was a. Uh, I did too. I think I, I think I watched Raw and then I watched Dynamite like side by side and it was like night and day. It's like Yeah, I didn't watch Raw. I'm not a masochist. Like, ah. Well, I didn't watch Raw this week, but I watched it eventually. <laughs> I always get around to it. Yeah. I watched Raw from last week. Yeah, I li- I like the show overall. Um mm-hmm. Dynamite. There's a, you know, a post show, but the um I didn't think it was very promo heavy. There weren't a lot of matches. Um some of uh not all the promos were great. Saving thing wasn't good. I'm glad Rusev is there though. I'm a big Rusev fan. And I know some people are like they're picking know, up like, two WWE too many WWE guys, but I think if you have a chance to get somebody like Rusev, you got The whole it. Rusev thing that was such a shocker that it was like I think that kind of overrides anything Chris Sabian was doing. Like and are they better if you didn't I think I mean, so. I, yeah. I think they're going to be like this team. I mean, I still don't know why Allie's not with uh, her husband anymore. I don't either. Yeah. The blade. But uh, I know Eddie Kingston looked at him and he was telling him, where's your wife? Where's your wife? Now, Golgo brings up, he says, I think AEW treats Pillman Jr. as a jobber because Pillman Jr. is still under contract to MLW where he's actually pushed. That's a reason you don't maybe don't want to push him as a, st- a major star on your show. But again, it doesn't make a lot of sense because they do use um, mm-hmm. a woman who's NWA champ or whatever and push her really strong. So I don't think that's really, I don't think that's a, a AEW mindset to, to like diminish people in other promotions, especially other yeah. independent promotions. But if you don't want to use them because of that, I wouldn't. I would just not use him, but I wouldn't treat him like he's a, like he's a moron. Because then, like, if he does leave MLW, what do you have? You have this idiot. Yeah, Jr. was really pushing that Thunder Rosa and uh, uh, Sheeta match. He was he was just like, "That's the best match we've ever had. One the best women's match we ever." Had. I was like, "Gosh, way to make your current roster feel like crap." I, thought, <laughs> I, mean, I guess he's being honest, but yeah, I, I didn't think it. Was, I thought it was good. Hmm. Hmm. The pay-per-view I thought was a pretty pretty fun show, you know. I thought um, I really liked the last two matches. I thought it was a huge step down from from their last pay-per-view, but a lot of that's because they have no crowd. Yeah, they have some crowd, but not a. Uh, but that yeah. that one match but was the, long with Adam Page and. Uh, yeah, 
To me, the match didn't really wasn't that great because the, there was no crowd reaction at all. The crowd was completely dead. And you mm-hmm. had this really long match with no crowd reaction. I think if that was in front of their normal crowd, it probably would have blew the, the roof off the place. So what, what, what does uh, the FTR got on Adam Page? Why is he messing up the Young Bucks and making it like – like he's, he's alluding that there's something else going on here. There's some pushing and pulling. I wasn't going there. Why you got to go there? I mean, you think that's what it is? Could be. That would be unexpected. It would be. It's like broke back mountain. Broke back Adam Page. (laughs) That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I never really watched it. Is it? Yeah. Love affair that can never be. Uh, Simon Phoenix says, no crowd equals wrestling sucks eight. I mean, we've been saying that for months, but um, I do think overall AEW does a better job without the crowd. Yeah, which they do have a little bit of people you know up in the stands and stuff and then then they got the wrestlers around the ring yeah was there anything because so. i i i talked about last week sorry but you know is there anything else you want to say about the pay-per-view i really liked the mimosa mayhem match i thought it was they really yeah. built well to the finish of the match yeah it was a good finish where adam pay uh, i mean not adam sure. Page, but orange orange cassidy did the uh superman yeah. punch in i the, actually uh, like that finish for for orange cassidy too Cause it's a it's a movie can hit on anybody. Yeah, most definitely. I like uh, Orange Cassidy. He's a good dude. My favorite wrestler in, Fun in, to watch. in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, main event was really good. Yeah, yeah. The main event was John Moxley and. Uh, MJF. MJF. The dentist match was the pits. You know, I think I actually kind of skipped through that one a little bit, but um, so I, they looked like it was all within her office. Yeah, it was. They it was like a fighting. really bad WWE style uh, comedy match, cinematic you match. Think they're doing that to protect Britt? Like, yeah, from understanding, she was still hurt, so couldn't do a match. I would have just maybe not just that done anything, but to me, that was just god awful yeah. stuff. Mm. Mm. I see. I see. To me, it probably was the weakest AEW show, but a lot of it is because you don't have a crowd. Yeah. There are a lot of pay per view wise because it's hard to do like big pay per view matches with you know without the without the crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad FTR is. I well. loved. I know. I don't know if it was intended. To- to be comedy or not, but when uh, Alex Marquez was w- knocking on the door and they, kicked, and they yeah, just opened and too. super kicked him, I, I just couldn't stop laughing. I mean, I know they're like, you know, acting like there was such a dastardly deed that they did that the Young Bucks did this to the man mm-hmm. and they're going to get fined and everything. But every time they saw that footage of Alex just standing there and he was like, <laughs> yeah, and that guy. That guy's the. Oh man, he's so annoying. So I was happy to see him get kicked because he showed up, and I was like, "Oh God, this guy!" And then they just opened the door and boot him in the face. I'm like, "Yes." It was a babyface spot to me mm-hmm. instead of a heel spot. 
Yeah, it, it, I totally popped when that happened. It was it was one of the biggest highlights on the show. I just I laughed my ass off. Why do you think they did the Rusev or or Miro as we're supposed to call him now uh, on the TV show and not on the pay per view? You think they would have done more people the watch a TV show than the pay per view? Yeah. Well, you you know, like they could have gave the people who watched the paid for the pay per view, you know, here's a big surprise that you're in on because you ordered the pay per view. Yeah, and then he could be either way. I I mean, I I get you know you want it on the on the TV show because more people watch and their ratings have been going Mm up. I think they had like the you know they cracked a million or whatever. Oh really? They did the first the highest ratings of the year. I have seen one of my friends on Facebook who's not typically he's he's he knows about wrestling. I remember him talking about Sid Justice and stuff to me back in the day. But like he had the best friend shirt on where they're in the van. He's like mm-hmm. my new favorite shirt. Yeah. I gave a like this to because I was like I didn't expect him to know about the best friends. Th- this is I say this on the show all the time. Is the um I know this is this common theme amongst like, you know, Jim Cornette and I think Disco Inferno and a lot of WWE, uh, wrestling guys, they say that an Orange Cassidy's over to this crowd, but won't, would never, but it's not over to the bigger crowd. And I'm sorry, but they're, they're completely wrong because the people I know who aren't hardcore wrestling fans who watch AEW, all of them, their favorite guy is Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Right down the line, I've had people on Without Your Head um, who uh, hadn't watched wrestling from the 90s. They watch it now. Their favorite was, was Orange Cassidy. The one guy said his wife was never a wrestling fan. She watches it with him, and he just started watching again since the 90s. Her favorite's Orange Cassidy. Yeah. When I was in Chicago, uh, all Matt's friends were all WWE fans. All their, they, they didn't like like a lot of the AEW guys. They all liked Orange Cassidy. He's a guy who appeals to to a, to an audience outside of the hardcore wrestling fan. So, and another thing is, I always think like uh, Jim Cornette talks about that, and I'm always thinking like, how would he know what normal people like though? Like hmm. he is like the epitome of the wrestling bubble. His entire life is wrestling. How would he know what a normal person in 2020? How would he know what appeals to them? Yeah. He would be like yeah. he he would be so out of like touch. I, I think in his well, mind, everyone is like you know a clansman from like the hills or something. But you know this isn't you know the, this isn't like Smoky Mountain back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sonny Kiss is the same way. He's like I don't think he's as big as Orange Cassidy, but a big thing today. Are, are, there's a lot of shows out there that are very popular about drag queens, and they've actually yeah. become mainstream. So I think Sunny Kiss actually appeals to to this audience. It's mm-hmm. it's a thing, and not just like it's not this weird niche thing that people know about. It's a thing that I mean, my mom watches those shows, my brother watches those shows. I know uh, I have people on the horror show watch like a lot of people watch these shows. They're big, they're very popular shows. And then you have this guy that actually appeals to that audience. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Every time Sunny Kiss is on, I'll, I'm always entertained. I am too. As far as you know, I, I actually think they have a star the there. Show. A lot of personality, yeah. a lot of charisma. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they they have a lot of people in W in AEW that uh, has a lot of personality, and they got a lot of good things going for them right now. Mm-hmm. And 
why WWE would let go of some of these people is just beyond me. Like, I'm not, especially because they say they're doing pretty good for themselves. Yeah, they're doing like, they, the like record money wise. So, what's even the the reasoning for finding yeah. people? Like, well, why get rid of Rusev? Because he's going to be a huge thing for AEW, I would say. I think or, in their mind, they just thought uh, during this, you know, during COVID, no one can be a, a star anywhere. Maybe. They have crowds. But, I think that's their mindset. Mm-hmm. So just oh, let them go, and then who cares? But yeah, I, don't I think it's going to work out like that. We should get your opinion. Because um, Golgo brings up the Matt Hardy incident took away for the show for him, which yeah. I can definitely see that. And I said this last week, but the thing with me was, you should. I mean, I think everyone's in agreement. You should have just stopped it. I also think just the practical uh, sense, if you stop the match after that big bump where you see him laying on the back of his head, it's also even more dramatic. Hmm. As opposed but, to continuing the match and then doing a clearly fake stunt where the guy falls into the, the which is fine if you well, didn't just see this real fall, but like you you go past the real injury to to like. Then do like a very phony thing. Well, the only thing was that he announced that he was going to leave the company. Yeah, but it's he, wrestling. He lost to Sammy. You Zane. just write a storyline while he's back. Zane, but Sammy Guevara. You just write a storyline while he comes back. Yeah, no, which you know they could always do that, but and the crowd. Matt they, seemed like he really they, wanted to go even afterwards, but he was pretty. Yeah, but concussed. who was? I mean, I mean. I think he all had that wrestler mentality where he just yeah, got not up even just wrestler. I think that would be any anyone who's really uh, an athlete or anyone who's really passionate about what they do uh, would have that same mm-hmm. mindset. You know, I can keep going. Yeah, but uh, the thing was, they stopped it for down. a little while and then they restarted it. Like, and I know they said that a doctor was checking on him and everything, but like, how could a doctor check on? I mean, I think the cameras was on him at like almost the entire time, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, cause Sammy, he was the only one who got off camera, and then he jumped out of the, you know, that that um, doorway that he was in. I, I guess they, I assume they just told him, "Oh, go ahead and go back. We think he's all right." But yeah, they they, they definitely should have stopped it. And I really think whoever set up that table probably did was to blame. It was a little, that. It I don't think you yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, because I mean. Yeah, they overshot. Maybe the they could have moved thing. it out. Yeah, it should have been moved out. Bit. They overshot it, but I mean, those things happen. Yeah, yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. But uh, that was a bad. That, I'm glad he wasn't hurt like worse because I thought maybe he fractured a skull or something was dead. Oh, when I saw it, that was just like, oh my god! And then what a debut oh, for Matt Seidel, yeah, the Shockmaster. <laughs> oh my god! I was just like. He got up on the rope, and then he's just like, he just took a back buff. I mean, he just went, no. I mean, was, that's, I mean, that's the move he's known for, too, is the shooting star press. It's like, he can do so many rotations, and he gets up, and he's like, here's my big debut, and he goes, no. This was funny. A headless critic brings up here, Jason Mitten, that um, uh, AEW took a picture of Nakazawa oiling up the turnbuckle and they're like they found out the reason for Matt Seidel's yeah. botch which I thought was very cute little thing. I felt so bad for him though I was just like oh man I did too because I actually like him and I was happy to see him there I surprised that he was still doing the uh, third eye gimmick where he's talking about having a third eye and all that I, I'm not too into that gimmick I, I thought they would just let that die and impact but he's, no, I didn't he's doing know he it did. here too 
Yeah, he talks about having a third eye and to open up your third eye and stuff like that. So it's it's a little. Um, I know Golgo here brings up, and I know uh, it made no sense for him to go to the top rope in Battle Royal, but I mean it's wrestling. I've seen it all the time. Nothing really makes spot. sense. I think if you, I mean, you could really pick apart anything that ever happens in wrestling. Like none of it makes sense, but you got, you kind of just, he, he's it. known to do that known to yeah. do it well up until this point where mm-hmm. he just pretty much took a back bump. Right. But I feel, I feel so bad for him. I even hate goofing on him, but it's hard not to, because it was just like, like, Oh, when I saw that, I was just like, Oh God. <sighs> But anyhow, all right. We got some. Uh, we got some zoomers here, Incher. I've noticed these zoomers. What What did uh, Mister uh, Stephen here up in Butler Town think of uh, the uh, pay per view last week? So, um, I kind of agree with you uh, on uh, yeah what you were saying as I was watching your uh, your man. solo show. Thank you. Uh, Number two yeah. downloaded episode of, of In Your Head. Jackie Jones show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I actually, um, I thought uh, a better match, I know they were they were promoting um, with, with Thunder Rosa and the women's champion, Hikaru Shida, but I actually liked uh, Thunder Rosa's match with um, the, yeah, I, I did straight edge Straight thought, society girl Serena Deeb. I thought that was better I too. That was I didn't think the pay per view match was uh, that. I know a lot of people said it was like this great match. I didn't think so. I, I thought like technically it's fine, but it had no heat and it never it never really captured my uh, my attention. And I also thought it was very, it was way too long. Well, I didn't mind the time, and I was glued to the set. I mean, I I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed that. Uh, I, I thought. Didn't. I thought it was good. It was okay. I thought it was a good match, but I, I don't think it was anything great. <laughs> they're really going all out. I, I think they were really performing pretty well. And uh, one of the funny thing is that I heard that they offered Thunder Rosa like a referee spot. And it's like in WWE. Oh. It's like, why does WWE always want to get these people who have like legitimate talent? And they're oh. like, well, you'd be good as a backstage performer or a referee. It's like, why do they do that? Let them be a performer. You know? Yeah, I don't know, especially that. now, like uh, when you actually, the women division is actually, you know, a prominent part of the, the program. Yeah. So I don't but I'm glad, I, I hope uh, AEW brings in uh, Serena Deeb, though, because uh, mm-hmm. she's talented and I think uh, yeah, they need some like uh, solid performers in the yeah. women's division. So it looks a lot different now. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't have her head shaved. Yeah, that, that, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it a lot better. Um, it, it's so nice I'll, when you can like let your hair grow and it actually comes back. It doesn't doesn't work that way for me. How do you know? Have you done it lately? Oh, you know, I always, I always grow it out a little before I shave it. I shave today and, you know, I'm bald as all hell up here. There's nothing shiny. You could get a wig. What if he just popped up on the show? Oh, like so let's so fast forward to like five years from now when I'm sitting <laughs> here with my wig on and Jack's like, I always told you to just get a wig and now <laughs> you do it. Now you seem happier. Probably will happen. 
but I, I know like Lexar or somebody would come <laughs> in my room and just rip it off my head and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you need to get hair plugs. Hair, oh my God, that looks so fucking brutal. Like they, they, they like take little, little like slivers out of your head and then they implant. Oh my God. I, when I saw that, I was like, no way. No way. That that just there's there's no reason I would do that just to have hair. I mean, it looked awful. I've seen the pictures online and it's like Ew. What do you think what do you think, Lexar? You think uh Intra continues shaves the head or do you think he should get a wig? I think just uh, like a couple of weeks ago, like Intra should oh, go hair and go the beard. Yeah. Oh, all right, yeah. That is a, that that that's a running theme. A lot of people think that was Intra's best performance when he had the beard on the show. Mm-hmm. People, which people are saying this, Jack? That that was my best performance. The song man, very the intelligent. Song man. man. Who else? Uh, Lexar yeah. here. Lexar, come on. I mean, Jason Mitten <laughs> he in, he the, in the chat CBS room. Sports. Jason Mitten in the chat room. Jason Mitten in the chat room. <laughs> he just said, Whatever. bearded intra is the man. <laughs> You're like saying it's like Becky Lynch level, I guess. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe bearded intra should get pregnant and go be a mom. Woo. I hope not. I might get be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. It might. Boy, that would be strange. Headless That's critic says, in itself. "Song man is a bearded incher mark." Yeah, he is. We that need a bearded incher shirt. <laughs> that would be a good shirt for this in your head shop. Uh-huh. <laughs> the bearded incher. Yeah, if that was like the number one seller, I, I just think I just I have to <laughs> hang it up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. Stick a fork in me. You all want bearded insure? You can have bearded insure. This insure will go man? just well, you do can, something you, else. You could grow a beard. I don't want a beard. I don't like beards. As, when it gets like as long as it was last time I was on, it starts to really annoy me, and I gotta get rid of it. But once it gets past that, then you'd be like, "Yeah." It just feels dirty. You to should me. grow like a like big. It's like, you know, big like coli growing in my beard. You should grow like a big giant. Wait, wait till it gets like past your belly button, and then make up your mind. No, you look like the boogie woogie man. Get like a boogie woogie man style beard. Nah, I don't need a beard. No beards for me. How about a merkin? Merkin? That's like pubic hair, Jack. <laughs> what? Why would I need that? I don't know. Like it's, like a, it's like a fake pubic hair wig or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I did an interview. Why recently. would you suggest that? Are you are you insane or something? I don't know what. I don't know. I thought. Are you just trying feel... to tell people that you know what American is, or did, did you just think I want to know what it was? I thought maybe it would appeal to Alexar, the Alexar demographic. Alexar, did you even know what American was before I explained what it was? I did an interview recently where the uh, the guest was talking about she had to wear a merkin for a movie, and when they glued it on, they had to put like glue up her butthole. <laughs> she 
So it wasn't a good, and it was worse taking it off, which I assume you, cause they're ripping the glue off your nether regions and into your, uh, your taint into your, uh, your butt crack. <laughs> I assume that's not a good feeling. She said it wasn't as well. Yeah, I don't think it would. So these are the kind of, these are the kind of gems you can hear them without your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Uh, and what else do you think of this pay-per-view there, Stevie? So I'm watching the end of the uh, Orange Cassidy-Chris Jericho Mimosa Mayhem match, and I'm thinking, okay, who's going to go in it, and how are they going to go in it? And then I see that Jericho is up on the, up, up, up on the turnbuckle there. He's not even looking at the, the, the Mimosa at all, and I'm thinking he's going to take the back bump without even looking where he's going. I hope he, I hope he's. Um, are you worried about the dangers of the mimosa mayhem? Well, after seeing what happened to Matt Hardy, yeah, um, yeah. like he's going to fall back, and, and hopefully he'll go right in the center. And sure enough, he did. It was a good splash. It's good. Uh, it's fun match. I like the build. Yeah. You build up to the big spot. It and worked. I thought it was it the worked. best built match actually of the match of the show. Yeah. That was a perfect splash. I mean, that was great. And he just kind of lounged in there. And, it was fun. Uh, uh, I know yeah. that's a dirty word to some wrestling people. Wrestling should not be fun. Oh, but it was Wrestling a fun should be fun. I agree. Now. <laughs> it should entertain the viewers. Yes. I just want to sit and just, just feel miserable the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like watching WWE. Right. It's like watching in your head. Watching us? No, we're... we're infinitely entertaining and just always fun. You can always tell by Lex. Lexar is a great, good audience member. Mm-hmm. The one man Thunderdome, Lexar. <laughs> Thunderdome. I was thinking, thun- you, remember, you know the song uh, The Thunder Rose and the Lightning Strike. The Thunder Rose. Yeah, I was thinking the about the very strike. dark song, guys. Yeah, I was thinking that that could be a Thunder Rosa yeah. song I could do maybe. And the Thunder yeah, Rosa. Like, but we'll have to work on the lyrics. But. And the Thunder Rosa came out and fight. Another <laughs> uh, Hurricanrana in the lonely night. Exactly. Simon asks, uh, who is a wrestler that you loved that would surprise people? Mine is Repo Man. Interesting. So who's a wrestler that you really love that might surprise everybody? Well, Intro's got a lot of them. DZ, Anarchia. There you go. I knew he was on the list. Um, Man, who is a wrestler that I like that would surprise people there was somebody i was thinking of the other day but it's not coming to me at the moment and i was like you know people would be surprised if they knew that i like this guy rock and roll buck zoom off no not him (laughs) and you're the one who booked that (laughs) not me right um maybe back in the 70s That's a good question. Do you have do you have one Lexar that like a wrestler that people would be surprised that you're a big fan of? Prince Ikea. There you go. That's a good one. I, I remember back in the day he was the wrestler you would be you'd go gay for. 
Yeah. By the way, you came out with that list of uh, uh, whatever number of uh, male wrestlers fans would go gay for. Right. That was a good show. Yeah. It, it ever, probably, I probably yeah, couldn't yeah. get away with doing that show today. Mm-hmm. Get black there should be a list on there should be a list on uh, female uh, wrestlers like female fans will go lesbian mm, for. Interesting. Well, Paul Juju B, all the women fans of In Your Head. Mm-hmm. Especially the woman that's in the montage in the opening video of uh, In Your Head. There's some good looking chicks there. Trina Michaels, is that the one you're referring to? And the brunette. The brunette. The brunette. They're holding the Iowa Oh, oh, oh. He's talking about the uh, – I used a different theme today, but he's talking about the oh. one uh, that I sing, and it's got uh, people – I think he's talking about Julia. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Julia yeah. Hmm. Pretty hot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Your and likes are off there, Jack. You should probably shouldn't have divulged that information. Now he's – He's he's Facebooking. He's doing all. You, that. you he would have just went insane for the video she sent on my birthday one year on my Facebook. Oh my! Uh, God, I can't think of it like a surprise wrestler. I've been trying. I've been racking my brains here trying to think of this. Why do they always ask? Well, why do they always ask the questions that I don't know how to answer? <laughs> you got an answer for it? The Duke of Dorchester beat Doherty. I love him. Yeah, but you always say that on the show. That's nothing new. I cut you, That's man. That's nothing new. Um, let me think. Okay, I'll think of uh, someone that I've never mentioned on the show. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to I mean, do. I probably mentioned everyone that's ever lived on the show. Hmm, that's a hard question. Mm, dang. Waylon Mercy. Waylon Mercy. That's a good one. I was going to be in Waylon Mercy's hands. Awesome. You know what I mean? That was a f- oh, man, look. Que pasa? There he is. El Santo. El Santo. <laughs> Hold on, El Santo. Y'all hear me? You're very Too low. low but yeah. Up the volume. Pump up the volume. Pump up the jam. Hold on, where's the volume? I don't know. <laughs> what the hell? How do we know? Probably in your settings. Pump uh, up the volume. I kind of like Matt Riddle. I think I'll say Matt Riddle. I don't like his character, but I do like his matches. He has some interesting matches. So that's who I'm going to go with. He's still in your gimmick here, El Santo. He's Ultimo Dragon now. Ultimo Jacko. Ultimo Jacko. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's my answer, Matt Riddle. Even though I'm not crazy about his character, but he does have some phenomenal matches, I think. I like that. I like Sunny Kiss. Yeah, yeah. 
But I guess I mentioned that. How about you, Stephen? Anybody that people would be uh, surprised about? Well, back in back in uh, the WWF <laughs> superstars days on Saturday afternoons, I used to always like any match that Iron Mike Sharp was in. Nice, because he was an old. He was just a hilarious heel wrestler with the black, yeah, with the black armband. But he was really into his character. Um, and he was just, a, talk about wrestling, enjoying wrestling. Any time Iron Mike was on, I just enjoyed his matches, even though he's putting over the baby faces. And, I was uh, a fan, too. It's a good one. Bob yeah. Orton I was a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Very good answer. I like it. I approve. So what's El Santo been up to? Y'all hear me all right? Yeah. Good. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe when your mic was closer to your mouth, pull your mic a little bit closer up. It sounded better then. Let's see. Can you adjust, adjust it a little bit? There you go. I think we can hear you better now. Is that good? Well, still pretty low, but I mean, I can hear you. He's out of practice. I know. All this new technology. Hold on. <laughs> Have you ever talked to El Santo there, Lexar? Nope. First time I ever saw him. I, I picture El Santos was like 30 years old, young. <laughs> like a Man, Mexican. He is 30 years old. Mask. Yeah. In one of them. Yeah, the, you have any lucha mass, uh, Lexar? Nope. That'd be cool if we just did a whole show where everyone was wearing masks. I do not have a lucha mask, so uh, that's one wrestling item I don't have. I don't have any replica belts. I have like probably the little toy ones, but I don't have like a real. I keep this mask on this uh, head up there. Uh huh. I don't know if I have any. Like, I got my Michael Myers mask up there. It's probably covered in dust, though. <laughs> and it's, like, hard to put on. So, Man, so full of excuses. Yeah. And especially with the bald head now. I never tried to put it on since I have the bald head. It yeah, mine even fits a lot better now since friction. I've got it. Yeah. I like it. Plus, I don't, have, I don't have big double chin or anything. So, it all fits around better, all around better. I have some other masks up in my room somewhere. I'll sh- I'll get them. Start hosting the show masked. I'm listening. I'll be the new El Santo, new Excalibur. There you go. Mm-hmm. Will he go? Will he get hot? Those masks are pretty cool. Yeah, he's got a whole collection. Who's that one? Looks like a gorilla. The gorilla. That one right in the middle there. Right. The, it's like oh, black and it has the yeah, gray. Yeah, that's uh, what's from that movie. Uh, it's from one of that hard movies. What's that? Uh, from Australia. From Australia. Huh. Yeah, I can't figure that name out. My daughter got that for me. I like it. And he's got all the ribbons and medals from he's running all around town. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. Let's show you my favorite one. Hold on. 
Look in the chat room. All of Famer in the house. Oh, my God, it's El Santo. Goddamn legend. That's, that's the prime metal there, baby. Oh, man, it looks like a – you the should make it. Model right there. You should wear that as a belt buckle. I do, I do. I just right. you know, want to wear those. I don't want to get it messed up, you know? No, I got you. Yeah, keep it pristine. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's the big major title. I don't know if I'm going to do another one, but we'll see. What was that from? That was uh, the Red Dirt 100 Miles. Oh, wow. Back in February. After I did this, then doing 2020 with the shit. <laughs> I know the feeling, yes. <laughs> I got into the best shape of my life just for the world to go to hell. <laughs> Hopefully it'll come back one of these days and we'll be able to Resume as normal. Though. All right. We'll see. You got to meet up, inch man. What for? To give COVID to each other? No, to hang out, have a good time. You probably got the COVID. What the hell? I'm here wanting to, wanting to, wanting to reconnect with my audio soulmate, with my friend, with my right hand uh -huh. man. And you're like, oh, you're gonna get me sick and, and kill me. Like I, I wanted to get you back together. That's, that's after pretty bad circumstances, safe. isn't it? If you get me sick and kill me, I say after when it's safe and we can get together oh, okay. and have a good time. Okay. okay. Jeez, please. Okay. This is what you have to deal with. You want to have a good time with him, and he's all doom and gloom. Nah, I'm very happy. See, likes are smiling. Where, where should we ha where should we get together at? A wrestling event? Oh, I, I proposed the Chris Jericho cruise, and you shot that all to hell. So. You're worried about getting sick, and then you want to go on a cruise? Well, you said when it's all over. We'll right? see. We'll see. If that's yeah, what your heart's it. set on, can we recreate like the uh, like the imagery from the Titanic? Titanic? We can get yeah. at the end of the boat. As long as I'm Jack, you got to be. I'm Jack. Universe. That's my name. No, I got to be Jack. You mean that wouldn't even make any sense? Yeah. I'm the more dominant one. So. No. You're Rose. You're Rose. Well, I'm the cuter one. <laughs> there you go. Rose. And also, Jack dies. So you're just going to drown. Because you death. gave me the COVID. Jeez. <laughs> But you die happy because you you got this. Wouldn't that make you happy if if you if you passed away right when we're together? I don't know. Kissing Kate Winslet that makes you happy and you die. No, me. I mean, come on. Kissing Jack, you know. No. <laughs> what do you think, Lexar? Where should all the heady the Headyverse members get together at? <laughs> the Bourbon the Trail event. AEW event. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, what, what do they do call their uh, their convention things? Starcast. Starcast. Yeah, that would be good. I've been to a Starcast. They're fun. A lot of stuff going it. on. I hear it. It's it's expensive though. Very expensive. Than All that stuff is though. Yeah, they're going to charge a lot for anything like that most of the time. I saw Don West. The one I went to, they were working poor Don West. He's got to be like 60. And the whole time he was at, his, at a booth selling 
talking t-shirts all three days. Yeah. And he was all excited. I was I got there and he's like he's like, We only got ten of these left. You get the you get the the Don West bag and you get this t shirt, you get a pin, an autograph for only oh, twenty dollars. And I was like and he's like, You can get what other shirts you can get is this four horseman t shirt. Uh-huh. There's only one left. I was like, Holy shit, I gotta get this from Don West. And, and so I bought it. I have to also wear that on the shirt on the show some days. So four horseman shirt. Sold to me by Don West. Well, where does he get all his energy? Like, how can he do that for three days straight? Cocaine. That's what I'm thinking. And I was like, can I get a picture, Don West? And he's like, oh, yeah. And so he he had his wife take the picture. And I was like, that was pretty cool. No one else was asking Don West for a picture. Disrespectful fans. You got to bug Don West for a picture. And so I just thought he was Probably there, you know, just to, just to hype the show a little bit for, you know, an mm-hmm. hour or something. But he was there all three days, every day, selling T-shirts. I was like, oh, yeah. man, they really just got this, guy, this old man working. Damn. I loved it. But, yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good time. There's so many people there. I was in Chicago. Vic's joined us. How, how's it going, Vic? Yeah, we've got we've got Vic multiple uh, main event caliber heavyverse Hall mm-hmm. of Famers here. Vic Schiavone and El Santo Loco, Steven and uh, Steven and, uh, and Butler Town and Lexar. I believe they're all mm-hmm. Hall of Famers. I was wanting to call Lexar by his name, but I, I just I was like, no, I got calling Lexar. Well, his name is Lexar. Mm-hmm. Oh, you met the mighty Lexar. Yeah. Vic got a haircut, I think. Yes, I did. Looking good. Wearing my, I cut my, wearing my, my vintage T-shirt tonight. Oh, I like Saturday it. night's oh, main wow. event. I'm wearing WrestleMania 14, but it's not. It's actually a new shirt, but it, it's old stuff on it. This one really is 35 years old. Oh, nice! I can't wear vintage shirts of mine because they're they'd be like real giant on me. So how how one because I see pictures of El Santo and sometimes he's got no beard then he's got this big how long does it take you to grow that beard you just like grow it in a day <laughs> I think no this was from like almost since November last year that's still pretty impressive I, I think. Yeah, no you say December beginning of December so I did the opposite last year you know no say November I did say November. I agree. That's what I do. Yeah. So I just, you know, started growing like December first. Yeah, I've been trimming it down here. Man. Do do runners ever uh, do like uh, hair versus hair? Like uh, like if I beat you in this race, you got to shave the beard. Or? We always did that one time <laughs> for a race. Me and another guy, and uh, it never materialized. It never happened. <laughs> but I mean, we need to do another one. Yeah, I love it. So, do you still watching wrestling? Oh yeah, man. I mean, I tell you like this, and it, I know I'm not the only one. It's the thing with WWE, you know. I mean, y'all, you remember I used to be at you know, every Monday, every Monday, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, me too. And and with SmackDown when it was on, but I I can't remember what maybe what three, maybe three years down the line, you know, three probably that. Is that when you got tired of the three-hour show, the storyline, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of everything, you know, 
So then you stop watching and just doing that. Because you just, yeah, it just, you just get bored of it. Not the nothing against the wrestlers, you know, of course. I love the guys out there. The, the yeah, there's a lot of talented the people on the roster. But, the way but the show's just not and, interesting. And but, right. Mm-hmm. So, of course, things got expanded later. You know, of course, I started, you know, I mean, so this is like a three or four year span. Watching New Japan, getting into that, more into the Indies. That's why when WrestleMania was here last time in New Orleans, I went all to any shows. That's where I was at. Mm-hmm. And I loved every one of them. You know, I went to, you know, I went to the Ring of Honor show. I went to all the WNL shows they had, you know, the, the, I went to see, uh, uh, what's the name? Probably a bunch of times, uh, wrestling, uh, you know, all the different small shows with all the, all mm-hmm. the indie guys. I mean, with George and Ellie's, uh, spring break, that was at midnight. That was a hell of a show there. You know, and people kept on asking me, you going to WrestleMania? You're going to WrestleMania? Like, I watch that on TV, too. <laughs> I mean, so it's like I just promote, you know, my local event here, you know, Luke, you know, Luke Hoff, you know him. Yeah. And he does his Wildcat shows, you know. Yeah. To help, you know, watch, he might be coming back you know, on the show pretty right. soon. Oh, God. Oh, it's sudden, man. I tell you, it's sudden. I saw the big dive he did. I know, you know, that's his dive, but that was pretty oh, awesome. Man, that was not that far from my house, man. Oh, I really? Wish, I wish it was there live. You know? <laughs> but, uh, it's, yeah, it, and I still, like, I watched, last night I watched it. I watched for first time in a while. I watched Raw last night. And there was a reason why. Because, you know, we had a hurricane coming over here. The thing went the other way. So my job put me in a hotel next to work. So you had nothing so else to do. To do. <laughs> so That's no a ringing party. endorsement. I watch it because there's nothing else to do. Well, yeah, you know, I felt like you know. All, yeah, I don't watch. Party. I don't watch Raw either anymore. It's really weird because oh, yeah. I would never think that. Like, because I watched every wrestling I could watch forever until you know recently. Yeah, yeah. And, and I watched it last night. You know, I don't know if y'all had a chance to talk about it yet. And, you know, it was, you know, I've seen bits and pieces with all the, with all the new screens on around. That's okay. But, I don't know, it's, it's not the same without the audience, too. You know, I guess we all know. Yeah. That. Yeah. You know, and how, how they're going to push people. And, but, you know, it was, it was okay. I mean, I did, I did like Mickey James when she, you know, fighting Oscar. That was pretty cool. Um, I was able to catch that, but the main event, you know, I like Keith Lee, you know, I've seen him live before, and but I don't know, I think the way they're doing it, I, I'm not, you know. Almost all the know. guys that seem really cool in NXT or something, when they bring them up, uh, they lose something. They don't seem yeah, like a big no, deal anymore. I, that's why Finn Balor, I mean, I'm, he's happy where he's at now. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I do try to watch NXT. That's another show I do try to watch when I can. You know, because I am enjoying NXT better than AEW. AEW's been like that. That's my like favorite. That's a, that's the one I I look forward to every week. Huh? I look forward to AEW every week. You do, you do. Yeah. I mean, some of it's good. So I don't know. Some of it. There's some good. In, you know, there's some stuff they could improve with. 
you know, when I have a chance, you know, and then when I see some good stuff. But it's, it's, to me, I don't know about y'all, I know some of y'all are watching, like, the, 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 the main, main promotion right now that's been giving quality wrestling is New Japan. Oh, yeah. And I try to watch as much as I can. Not with the G1 tournament coming up. Coming mm-hmm. I'm especially going to watch more of that. Yeah. You know, that's a big fan of that. But where do you watch New uh, Japan? Like, wh- wh- where where can you see it? In the network. The uh, uh, New Japan World, I New think Japan is what it is. World, yeah. 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 I mean, the quality of magic, you can't beat that. You know? And I love watching it in Japanese, too. You know? It's more fun you don't watch it in English? Huh? Yeah, I watch, if I really want to go back to see what they're talking about, I listen to that and tell it out. Yeah. It. But just the excitement, I'd rather just be excited. Just listen to the, you know. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, just, just the, the way the reactions are, uh, you know, the announcers is pretty cool. So that, to me, that's for the quality of matches right now. It's got to be me to right now. Excellent. Yeah, I, I had a subscription for a while, but I, I canceled it because I, I just wasn't using it, and it wasn't like yeah. I hated it. It was just I was getting so much wrestling from everything else that I watched. Right, and you got to pick and choose what you got to see, you know? Like, yeah. for me, with stuff I do and all that, my activity, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to watch AEW unless it's a, it's a match I hear about, oh, you got to watch this match. And yeah. They would NXT, you know, like, I needed to catch up from last week because I heard the Finn Balor match was good. Hmm. So we win the bell. I heard that was a very good match. I got so, the Impact Plus a su- subscription. You, still- you down with that? <laughs> what do you get with that? Just all the TNA stuff? You get the Impact shows, and then they do some special shows here and there, but, you know. Wrestle House. Wrestle House. Wrestle House. Yeah, you gotta watch some Wrestle House. So I heard someone talking about this. Note: Are they like Wrestle House? Is the idea is that people are teleported to another dimension? I think that's the I think that's the concept. Like they have been teleported to a, a dimension known as Wrestle House, and they cannot the leave. Oh but it's a lot like Beetlejuice. Like when the when when the uh, the couple's trying to leave. Can you subscribe like to this? It's like the two women that were in NWA was trying to make a show during COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah, during COVID, during COVID. The corny show, is it something, is it something like that? Kind of. I mean, like, I think that, uh, I think that, uh, uh, that uh, Romero guy, I think he might be a little proud of Willie. Okay. And that's another thing I was watching too now, that NWA Power. It's a very oh, yeah. simple and short. That I was looking forward to every week, every week when it came out. They're not doing it anymore. And I enjoyed it because it was like the old school when I grew up watching Mid-South with the crowd, studio crowd like that. Mm. That was pretty cool. I didn't enjoy it. And I heard y'all talk about Thunder Rosa. Leave my Thunder Rosa alone. (laughs) No, I like her. Oh, we were complaining about it. I enjoyed her matches. She's got to be uh, one of my favorite female wrestlers right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Did you watch Raw, uh, Lexar? Yes, I did watch Raw. Each and every Monday I watch Raw. What were the highlights? I didn't see it. Raw, Steven, what were the highlights of Raw? Well, 
the, for me, it was going to be Mickey James taking on Oscar for the Raw Women's title. And it ended kind of in a what the hell happened kind of moment. Because, like. Um, oh, wow. Santo's cat looks like my cat. A little bit. So. <laughs> So the referee just stopped the match and Mickey James had this look on her face like what the hell happened and I'm looking at the at the TV wondering what the hell just happened because it didn't look like Mickey James tapped um or quit or submitted or did anything they were in the middle of doing something when suddenly the bell rang the referee and the referee didn't even do anything and I just thought, what? Uh, yeah, if I'm gonna go on a rant about that, like, it, I, I was just ticked off basically, because I was enjoying. Again, that was a good match, and it just got ruined by a confusing finish that nobody explained. And what did uh, you think of Alexa? The referee botched it. I read it online. He botched. Uh, it's supposed to be like a some type of like uh, a submission move, but uh, the referee botched it and called for bell early. Oh no! But anyway, uh, the hurt business. The hurt business got Cedric Alexander now, a yeah. new he person in the stable. Oh, hmm. And I'm That's not sure. Because they've been feuding with him for a while now. And that, uh, what what they do to get him to join? How do they persuade him? It's because, like. Uh, it was Cedric, he said. Yeah. I like Cedric Alexander. So uh, when I do watch it, I actually like that group, the Hurt, the Hurt Business. I like the name of it. Mm-hmm. I like the. Uh, I've never really been a big Bobby Lashley fan, but I think uh, this is the best thing he's done in WWE. It seems like I was wrong about my um, my uh, Raw after midnight. What was it? Raw after dark. I, it seems like I was wrong about the prediction. I said four weeks at the most. I think they're past that now. So. Yeah. It does seem like it's slacking off a little bit. It doesn't seem like they're doing it as much. So. Hey, look, Songland's here. Song, 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 blue, weeping <laughs> like a willow. Well, I couldn't be happier than not being at school because I always miss being on In Your Head with more than one fool because it's so great to end the night looking so damn cool. Okay. Cool. Love it. Do you have a song for the returning El Santo Loco? <laughs> Well, Sancho is once again a radio host because look at him. He's talking to all the folks and telling them how well she just loves eating toast because look at him. He's talking to each good. and every folks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. What did you think of wrestling this week, uh, song man? Well, just like Steven, like I would say, I did, I'm just glad I didn't even catch the end because everyone was bitching about that and then was it like mm-hmm. some kind of school job, Stephen? Because I didn't, like you said, it was just like some school job or something. It didn't even get to a tap out or a knockout or anything for Mickey. Yeah, uh, it was just like, I think Mickey M- Mickey was trying to reverse a hold. And then the next thing you know, the bell rang. And it's like, I, don't, I, think, I think she didn't know that was going to happen. 
And I, yeah. The referee botched it. Yeah. He botched the call. Yeah. That's even what I've been seeing like with 2020. Like we, you would talk, you were pissed off about before. Last time with Sasha and Oscar for a fabulous match until the end finisher twice, and then that kind of happens with the era this time with Oscar and Mickey. So what's the deal for 2020's evolution? That's the question I have after what we've been talking about the past couple of months. Evolution. I feel like it's going backwards. Like WWE really hates tag team wrestling. They split up all these teams, and uh, uh, especially the women. The, the the women's teams are like horrendous. I'm not sure there's any enough women's tag team to chant for a women's tag team. That's true because they then they split up both the Iconics and they also split up Bailey and Sasha. So, are there any uh, tag teams to even have a? Uh, well, it's a like women's they're trying to get the match? Riot Squad back together with Ruby Riot and uh, and uh, Liv Morgan. Uh, Liv Morgan, yeah. So they'd have one? Three teams. Three teams in all. Seems like they're operating on a skeleton budget, though, anyhow, where it's just like a skeleton crew, I mean. But it's like, because they only have a few people on the show, you know? It's like Asuka and then Sasha and Bailey. And like they're on both shows, too. So. I don't get it. I, I I didn't watch a show, but I read that there was man and women violence for during the hurt uh Oh really? The uh, hurt group there? Was, um the closing the closing segment when the hurt business decided to um take on uh the retribution. Uh, it was during uh, the main event. Uh, Keith Lee takes on Drew McIntyre. Yeah, this was after that. Um the hurt business came out. They decided to take on like about 20 or 30 guys, all in masks, men and women, and they all started fighting. And four guys took out 20. And then uh, Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee um, did spawn dives over the top and took out all, all 30 guys. It was like, talk about how ridiculous the retribution is. Like, you have like this whole army of guys in black outfits, yeah. men and women, and they all get taken out by they two guys doing spawn dives. That's an angle I can't get into because it's just these people that are mm. all just like you know, none of them stand out. You don't. It's just a bunch of faceless people, and they don't do promos. Yeah. I don't think. Or that was a stupid thing. Is that after all that happened? What what would you do if you've got them all on the ground? You start unmasking them. Yeah, and they just stood there. They stood there. It's just ridiculous. I don't know, Vic. I hear that's very disrespectful to unmask people. Uh, only if uh, only if you're a lucha. So. Oh, okay. Who did El Santo Loco lose his mask to? <laughs> Who demasked El Santo? We'll have to get to the bottom of this. That's been so long ago. <laughs> Maybe his wife. <laughs> what is that? What, what were you drinking? Coconut? That's some, uh, yeah, liqueur. Uh, I had the same, but mine's a uh, hibiscus. Oh, oh, good. Cool. But I recommend. Uh, 
People, you know, they talk about soda. They can't drop, stop drinking soda. Seltzer, it's got the bubbles just like soda, but you ain't got no sugar or anything. And you don't have artificial, artificial sweeteners is, is worse for you than the sugar. So I say uh, drink the seltzer. We need to get a sponsorship in. Intra's <laughs> <laughs> drinking the frosty. He was drinking the frosty. Man. I think, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of just switched to A and W because I think their diet, which I know you're against the diet, but I'm just doing the calories now, and uh, uh, it's zero calories, and I think it tastes more like A and W than the frosty tastes like the regular frosty because the diet frosty isn't as good as regular frosties. But I think as the the, the, the Am I saying that right? That the diet A and W seems more like. The I got you. I got you. Yeah. John uh, Job's here. He's saying he's asking is Vic chained to the filing cabinet? He looks like he's in an office dungeon. <laughs> this is my office. I'm working for. <laughs> and home. it's your dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dungeon of Vic Doom. <laughs> <laughs> The Dungeon of Vic Doom. I like it. That's kind of how I've set up right now. I get the multiple uh, screens into the show. Uh, any word on Mickey James' injury? I have not heard that she was injured. Jonathan no, Jackson said worry. it's literally just like the Dark Order, but it isn't because the Dark Order actually has does have members that you know. You know, Brody Lee does promos, and he's a character. And, and you know, they have. I mean, they have the multiple the masked guys that are interchangeable somewhat, but they also have people that actually do stuff and talk, and you know, and they're you know them by name. Yeah. Now, I read something that I mean, could it be like some NXT guys? I know they named them all. I, I read it was something uh, I saw on a post. Any y'all seen it? Oh, who's the retribution? Yeah, I don't know. I heard something I don't know. like it was some NXT guys. But. Yeah, yeah, like think... when it was like uh, what's his name? Mia, uh, I forgot. Keith Lee's girlfriend. Mia Yim. Mia Yim. Yeah, her. Uh -huh. One of them. Because now I noticed they had females when they did the little put with the little. You know, yeah, the little, the little clips I've seen, you could tell some of them are women, but uh, and it's weird because they do do have the guys beat up the women sometimes in that. So. Mm -hmm. Who's that big guy that Keith Lee fought against in NXT? Ooh, the big guy. Tekovic? Uh, yeah. Died. Yeah, him. Yeah, Donovan. Tekovic. Yeah. I always referred to him as Dijak, uh, what they called him on uh, Ring of Honor. It's hard to get the Dijakovic in, in my head. Mm. But, but who knows, you know, that could be something to add in the last Yeah, moment. I'm wondering if, you know, they're playing those parts now, but I'm wondering if that's who they're going to unmask to be or if they're just – they just need people out there to, to play them and then they're going to be someone else. But, yeah, I wonder if they even have a payoff planned. Like, right. do they know yeah, where it's going or if they're just doing this and then eventually they'll come up with some idea to how to end it? Because it doesn't seem like – is there really any intrigue to find out who they are? It doesn't – I don't I don't really watch a show, so I don't know. But they, they talked last night like they did like a little video type thing, and they talked about being in the performance center. So I guess mm -hmm. now you assume, okay, these are NXT guys or these are guys who didn't make it or 
I, I, like I said, I just, I saw the replay of this, that one clip, and it's, okay, so they're supposed to be NX, so it's Nexus 2, then. <laughs> yeah, Nexus 2 Electric Boogaloo. I'm just really curious and worried of what they're going to be doing next to keep Lee, because Vic and I talked about this, what happened in the beginning with the matches going less than five minutes with Randy Orton, like that victory, and they said nothing was planned yet for him, and look what they did to his ring attire and his music. That's what I'm really worried about after getting caught up this quick and getting ruined this quick. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of uh, a lot of, so many people you could say about them have big buzz, and then they got, go up to the main show and they're just just another guy. Yeah, it was just strange because they had a stipulation with Keith Lee, and um, it's weird to even say though the main show because NXT's kind of just as big now. I mean, they're on national TV, so is it really going to the main show at this point? Yeah. Kind of just going to another show as opposed to the mm-hmm. main show. None of that crowd. Because Vince is uh, in control of that show. So. Like who? Who did he? Who did he fight in the main event last night? It was Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew McIntyre, and they they said before that that they put in a stipulation that if he beat him he'd get a championship match at night of champions it's like what happened to randy orton i thought randy orton was wrestling it's just screwed up another match next week (laughs) according to the storyline randy orton is injured because he he got like uh, three claymore so he's selling his jaw injury so fractured jaw or something, and WWE says, uh, "Yeah, he's uh, he's at home right now with a fractured jaw from those Claymore kicks." Hmm. Uh, go, Job's here in the chat room wants to know: Is Songman his long lost brother? Who was saying that he looked alike? Wasn't it Lexar? Uh, it was. I think it was in the in the on the Facebook page. They were saying that they looked a lot alike. Yeah. They were saying that Jobs was the Songman cosplayer. No. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll have to get the inherent scientist to uh, to do like a. a I was going to say paternity out. test, but. Get Maury Povich. There you go. Lexar is the big. Do you still do you still watching uh, these uh, these shows, Lexar? The uh, morning talk shows. I saw one of them. I didn't watch. I saw one of them's getting a show. I didn't watch uh, Rachel Ray's uh, premiere uh, talk show because her house got caught on fire. So, and she she like did a tour of his her whole house that got burned. So, so now they had to move into this new townhouse, uh, the guest house. So. She's doing her show from there, and she's doing like guest interviews and cooking and all that stuff. So, so I was just Rachel reading. Ray is kind of cute though. She she's adorable. She's cute in a very hot, suspicious way. Rachel Ray, <laughs> yeah, you're getting all, you're getting all hot yourself. 
Yeah, Rachel Ray is pretty hot. If you if you look at her, she she looks kind of quirky and cute. You know, she's kind of hot. Mm-hmm. So I like those things that way. Uh, my buddy Chai Town Mad, he sent me this. Uh, just texted me this. Um, Pro Wrestling Tees is creating a competition for WWE's goal to open company like Cameo. So they're they're doing like a pro wrestling cameo type deal. That's their their idea, which I guess WWE is going to try to do. Um, so I th- I got two things here. First, I think that's great. Uh, I think it's a great idea and good for them. It'll be good for the any wrestlers and older wrestlers. But I do think if you anger WWE, it's going to be bad for pro wrestling tees because a lot they sell you know Sergeant Slaughter shirts or when our shyster shirts and stuff. Um, if they get they draw the ire of WWE, I, I don't know if the, you know. I don't think they'll be selling a lot of stuff with any characters from WWE. They might even, you know, pull any of their legends from from having tees on Pro Wrestling Tee. Or their current wrestlers, I think some of them have stuff on them. Well, there's some legends, uh, legends in AEW. How come they don't make a t-shirt from, for them? Uh, well, I think all the AEW shirts are on Pro Wrestling Tee, so you could get, like, a... Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts T and Arn Anderson T's off uh, off uh, pro wrestling T's, but I would I'd be totally down with a Jake the Snake T. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there wants to bunch to buy me one? Jake uh, the Snake Roberts. Jake, the, how's that song go? It's just Jake the Snake. I forget. Mister DDT or something. Yeah, like Master of the DDT. That's a lesser oh. known uh, one from the. Yeah, that's one that we don't sing band. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Job says that Steve Wilkos is the hottest morning talk show host. Wilko. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> That's the that's the guy who was the bouncer on Jerry Springer. Uh, he would uh, grab people and stop them from attacking Jerry or something. Uh, then, I uh, saw Jerry Springer. He's got like a, a new show. He's a judge, Judge Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jonathan Jackson that. wants to know, Lexar, do you watch Rachel Ray with the with your pants around your ankles? <laughs> no, <laughs> I have my pants up. If WWE Network was going to do a morning talk show, which WWE superstar legend would be a good uh, host of? Yeah, that well, they do a morning talk show. Oh, they do. Well. I don't know. Yeah, each and every Wednesday morning, uh, the show called the Bump, the, the bump. bump at 10 a.m. Eastern time for what the 90 hell minutes. is this? The, who's on it? Who hosts it? Uh, uh this girl. Um. Kayla Braxton, I think her name is. Ooh. Okay. Well, uh, Renee Young quit, so they got to get somebody else to do her role. Kayla Braxton and there's these three other people that you probably don't know of, uh, but they all like look like Smarks. <laughs> yeah, but they you do. You watch your show, Songman, The Bump? I would check the little clips, but I don't watch it. Yeah. I can't imagine El Santo or Steve's watching the show. They do superstar (laughs) interviews via Zoom. They do superstar interviews and all that stuff. Every Wednesday morning on WWE Network and uh, YouTube and all of WWE's uh, social media accounts. The bump. 
The bump. That's the hmm. bump. You loving it? I barely watch it. You're watching watch. Rachel Ray and Mori Povich, <laughs> but you're not watching the bump. I watched the bump uh, when it first premiered, though, and it's like uh, got kind of boring real quick. They were in the studio, and I was noticing all the WWE memorabilia in the background. Right. So that's what I watched that bump for. As uh, they had like a WrestleMania and a Royal Rumble ring apron hanging on the walls. And they have like all these action figures and like uh, WWE microphone, uh, like collars and and all that stuff, chimp chip belts decorated. And since COVID hit, they had to go to in uh, in home studio. So I can't really watch that all the all the memorabilia that's on the the bump studio. So now it's just like Zoom. From their homes. I'm picking up the home for the bump. You got some nice bump. The bump. The yeah. bump. You got some so, bump, man. So, so do they take bumps on the show? Do they ever just fall down? Oh. No. They ever show a bump? What a dumb name for a show, the bump. What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside your tump. Bump, 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 bump. <laughs> Do you have a song this week for Incher? Incher always loves your tunes. Why <laughs> provoke him? <laughs> I know where you're like. Do you have a song for Incher? I wasn't asking for a song. Yeah, but I could see it in your eyes. Why are you always acting so insane because you look like a man that's in lots of pain because this isn't the way you treat in your head whenever you're live as the game. <laughs> okay, well, that one wasn't too bad. I hope you're not in a lot of pain, insane. though. No, I'm not, I'm not in a lot of pain. <laughs> okay. pretty good. That's yeah. uh, two, uh, we got Trip on the line. Who is this? Hey, man, what's up? How you doing? Hey. Good. Next. John invited hey, me here before he started doing his singing. Oh, all right. Oh. Your song man's promoting in your head, inch man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see, I see. So what's going on? Uh what are you what, what are you into? You anything wrestling related. Mostly yeah. old school. John John will tell you, I love some old school. Just watching some uh old stuff from the eighties today with Gorilla Monsoon and Heenan on primetime. Ah, Today's ah. kids will never know about that because they think Monday Night Raw was the end all be all of Monday Night Wrestling, but primetime was Monday nights before Raw. Primetime was pretty awesome missed. back in the days. Oh, yeah. I remember watching it on the black and white television with my three brothers. Well, my two brothers. There's three of us all. Black there. and white TV. What were you? Black and white 60s? TV. <laughs> yeah, we had to, and you had to tune it in and get it all, all uh, you know, on the right channel. And uh, yeah, just kind of way. It would come on like really late, like probably after midnight or sometime on Saturday, wasn't it? What did it come on? I wasn't too aware of what day of the week it was. I think it was Mondays. Was it Mondays that would come on? Maybe they reshowed it too, though. I'm not sure about that. It may be we were watching a reshowing, but it's good times. Fountain of min- misinformation. Who says this? That's what uh, 
That's what uh, Gorilla would call Bobby Heenan. Yeah, he'd say that about it. all the bad guy managers. He'd go, boy, you're a fountain of misinformation. <laughs> Golgo says Ric Flair was on the bump, even though he hates it when non-wrestlers use insider terms. He does. Is he still hold true to that? He hates it when anybody who's not a wrestler uses terms? No, I'm going to go up and just call him Mark. We'll find out. Like You're the biggest Mark around, Flair. <laughs> Uh, Job says Jake the Snake has a great pro wrestling tea store. I'll have to check that out. Uh, Job's also has a question. Is Matt Hardy the most influential in this current era for popularizing the cinematic wrestling match? I'd say for cinematic, yeah, for sure. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I could do without him. So, to me, it's a negative influence. I'm not a fan of the... To of, you, it's like the Joey Ryan to Jim Cornette. <laughs> right. Nah, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't hate him to that level. I don't really hate anybody that, to that level, but... Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you can make the argument very influential. It seems like they're kind of getting away from the uh, cinematic matches. I know they did the one on the pay-per-view, but besides that, uh, uh, there hasn't been one on the WWE shows for a while. Yeah. It'd probably take a long time to create because you have to film odd stuff and edit it and score it. Mm-hmm. Seems like a big pain in the ass. Uh, any other topics here before we get to the questions? Yes, I'd like to point out that uh, Jeff Hardy has signed a new WWE contract. I think he saw All Out, saw his brother Matt Hardy get Injured and he probably, he, said, just, I, he probably just saw them go. Here's all the money we're going to give you, and he's like, "I'll sign it." Yeah, I heard something like he might bring Willow into WWE. No, they're going to bring his old song, "More Than Words." More than words. This show how I like I Jeff feel. Hardy and guys like him and Randy Orton, but like That's they've been there for so long and never change. It's just kind of boring. You know that extreme song? He said more than words. You don't remember that one? It's like they would play as acoustic little number. You don't remember that extreme? Who? Jack? Yeah, the old, on, Jack. The old XPW? The old XPW wrestler? <laughs> no. That was, that was Supreme. No. Oh my God! Oh, I might have that song. Let me let me see if I can jog their memory. Oh no, we can't play it. We can't uh-huh. it. We can't play it on YouTube. We'll get flagged. Oh, oh! I thought I thought it was a wrestler called Extreme. No, no, no! no there was one called Supreme. He was with the yeah, yeah. big ball headed guy. What's his name? Steve Sharon or something like that. Ted Nugent. I know interest in big Ted Nugent, Mark. Oh, yeah, Ted Nugent. Like, he's got that one song, Cat Scratch Fever. That one's pretty good. And then his other tune, Cat Scratch Fever. (laughs) 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 He's got Wango Tango. (laughs) He's got the damn Yankees. Uh, He was in that band for a while. Got a lot of guns. I know about Ted Nugent. 
right, we'll get these questions. Everyone's uh, has um, free to answer. Vic Schiavone, who do you think is going to win the EWA Hail to the King tournament? How the hell do I? Let me look this up. Put, he, EWA. He posted a link. So we got Johnny Guns versus Chris Green. What What are you doing to us? Uh, <laughs> I'm just having some fun. I said I, I, I told I met I met the part owner when I went oh, last right. last time. Right. I told that's him, cool then. Shout out on in your head. Oh so. no, I like it then. That's cool. I like it. It was that was surreal because it was like going back in time 35 years to wrestling because the fans were going nuts and wanted to take chairs and beat up the wrestlers. Oh, really? So they, they thought they were like really yes. buying it. And wow. all the main event, all four guys took a color. I mean, it was, it was like old time wrestling. Damn. Songman, you ever try to attack a wrestler when you're at a live show? Uh, not the events I've been to. Good. <laughs> actually, Tomasa Ciampa actually asked me to hold his opponent when I was in the oh, audience really? before he got signed. So that was a oh, cool yeah. one. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I said uh, I said I'd oh, give nice. him a shout out. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I like that. Empire Wrestling Alliance. They sound like good dudes. Give them a shout out here on the show. <laughs> nope. I like it. Stevie, uh, you ever get? I mean, you're you're an old school wrestling fan. So back in your days, you ever get so into it? You tried to to fight one of the wrestlers? Uh, no, but Bloody Bill Scullion almost uh, did a backflip right near me, and I had to get the hell out of the way because um, <laughs> he was they they were they, they were just brawling outside the ring, and I was uh, sitting there. And I thought, they're getting a little too close. And so, like, all these other guys were running away. I'm still sitting there. And he, he does – he does. somebody gives him a hip toss. And he just – I'm just looking. <laughs> and I had to get out of there. And they went right into the chairs. And I thought, good Lord, come on. You got fa- pay- ticket-paying fans here. It's like, Jeez. Yeah, you're on. You better get out of the way, otherwise you're gonna get hit by something. So I, I could see El Santo maybe putting on a, one of his masks and trying to get in the ring, thinking he's a luchador or something. He'd be all about it. Inchman, you ever? Tra- I know you're always thinking you can beat up all the wrestlers. You ever really try it? Just like uh, you get in here and. Take yeah, out the blow. All the wrestlers. I kind of, I, I kind of picked. You know, a few here and there. Right. Well, did you ever pick a fight then with Spike Dudley here? No. Although I didn't like it when he was on the show, and he he, he called me out on uh, rememberable, and it's supposed to be memorable. Mm-hmm. I think so you're still holding the grudge. More. Yeah. You're I holding the grudge. Yes. I know that about you. Uh, Lexar, you ever try to uh, Lexar a wrestler? No, I never tried to Lexar a wrestler. Okay, good. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> You're really putting me on the spot, aren't you? That's what I'm here for. You like it. 
See, look, he's the man. I think Lexar is the master of the facial expressions on the show. It really makes me happy. Mm-hmm. We need a Lexar shirt, like all his facial expressions. Yeah, just like your graphic in the opening of the show with your face on it. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, don't you think? Mm-hmm. With the top hat, with the American yeah. top hat. Oh, I should yeah. do the show with the top hat. I'll do that. You did that one time, did you? Oh, yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, yeah, for Fourth of July. Early scene shows, yeah. Uh, Doc Duckman, another Hall of Famer, Duckman. Do you think PCO would be a good fit in AEW? Yeah, I'm a big fan of PCO. I'd like to see that. He's uh, entertaining, got a lot of charisma. I love his vignettes. Be nice to see him, you know, on a bigger platform. Uh, have another, you know, another run. I'm for it. So, is he not with Ring of Honor anymore? I think he is. I don't know for sure, but yeah. But I mean, if you had a chance to be on TNT, I'd I'd like it. He'd work well with the with a, a lot of the guys in AEW. Yeah, him and Darby Allen would be good. They're both dark, crazy. Do some crazy. They probably kill each other. It'd be good. Yeah, it would be a good tag team. It would be actually, yeah, because you get the smaller guy, they really get beat up, and then he hot tags and uh, PCO and uh, and their vignettes they could do together would be it would be really fun because both of them do a lot of cool vignettes <laughs> and they both film them themselves so it'd be good. Uh, John Barker, how much money would Intra need to do a podcast with Al Ulb? How much money would I need to do a podcast with Al Ulb? Jeez. <laughs> Probably a million. Whoa. What do you think it would be about? Just just screaming obscenities at each other. <laughs> <laughs> just an hour's worth of that and like we're done. Uh, Incher, if Jack really came on to you, what would you do? Uh, <laughs> probably just said, uh, pretend like I like, like, no, man, no, we're good, and then just laugh it off and kind of pretend it never happened and then tell people about it. Secretly. Oh, well, the next question was, would you tell anyone? Yeah, I'd be like, you know, I think he was coming on to me. <laughs> Uh, I know Jack played Dungeons and Dragons back in the day, but you guys should check out the AEW D and D show. I did see that uh, recently. That I was actually telling my brother mm-hmm. today that um, he's kind of a job guy that has the D and D themed T shirt. He's hardly ever on TV, but he does a, like a D and D Zoom show with a bunch of the guys. Brandon, oh yeah, Brandon yeah. Cutler. Uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, why not? Tyler's showing the Dark Order though. I'm not or, sure. No, oh no, 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 he didn't. I, I saw him at the in the at, in Chicago at the C2E2 show, and he was in line to get autographs by a comic book artist. Oh, cool. Um, Tyler Stevens, if you could book the ultimate Royal Rumble with wrestlers of the past and today, who would be in a thirty man? We each have fifth. Wow. Jeez, that's a long one. I mean, Piper and Mr. Perfect, Hogan, uh, Hogan, 
Austin, Andre the Giant, Andre in his prime, Mick Foley. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, oh, yeah, Andre in his prime. You want some Terry big guys, Funk. I guess. In, in and yeah, Terry Funk would be good. Big John Stud. Uh-huh. Abraham Lincoln. There you go. Uh, George Hackenschmidt. Mm-hmm. Carl Gotch. Luthez. Jeez. <laughs> um, uh, Farmer Burns. Mm-hmm. El Santo. There you go. El Santo. Yeah. Mil Scaris. Uh, Antonio Inoki. John Cena. There you go, John <laughs> Cena. Get a modern guy in there. No matter go to eliminate himself. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, that's a good one. Um, well, maybe just because Andre the Giant hated the most over him, why not have all his past giants against him because he felt jealous of all the giants that were supposed yeah. to be bigger than him? Ellie Gante. Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the great Kali. Oh, yeah, great Kali. <laughs> <laughs> the, all of the oddities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how 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 lame would that be? You're watching like Andre Giant comes out on uh, Big John Stud, and then it's like uh, you know the Great Kali and the Oddities music hits. That would be a big letdown. <laughs> the Highlanders. Uh, let's see. can Al Uben injure. Man, this has come up a lot here. It's a second but different person. Tyler wants to know, can Al Ulb and Incher bury the hatchet like Hitman and HBK? I've attempted it several times, but it, it always seems to fall flat and doesn't really necessarily work out. So, Don't think it's going to happen. No, it doesn't look so. But – nah. You can always you can always hope. Mm-hmm. What about Jack and Brains? Would you all ever bury the hatchet? Well, I went to unblock him so he could watch a show live because you asked me. Yeah. And then it turned out he I never even had him blocked. He had me blocked. Oh. So I mean, maybe it's this he can't do it on his level. He had, then he unblocked me. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't anything that that I was doing. He had me blocked, and then he unblocked me. But it's strange, it, like he's. I'm just saying he doesn't live up to the name yeah. brains. Oh, see, see, this isn't going anywhere good. Well, it's true though. I mean, but I mean, he he comments on this he comments on my like post. This. He comments on my post. Uh huh. I don't block him. I mean, I can't help his humor is not funny, but I don't attack the man. That was kind of an attack backhanded, like right there. Man, you're just like in love with this guy. It's anything about him. It's like, what, are you jealous? Kind of. <laughs> uh... Vic wants to know, are you on the side of Jim Cornette or Shaq as to whether or not Stevie Wonder is really blind? So Shaq <laughs> is saying that he is blind? No, Shaq was saying he's faking his blindness. <laughs> I also say this, though. Shaq is also a flat earther. So, Yeah. 
I'm going to say, say he's probably blind. I'm going to go team blind on this one. 100% blind. I don't think he's putting it on. You think Ray Charles kind of got mad at Stevie Wonder for kind of stealing his gimmick? <laughs> what was that? You think Ray Charles got mad at Stevie Wonder for kind of stealing his gimmick? Maybe. Like, this was my deal, dude. I mean, I guess if if you're blind, you really don't have that much, like, to do. Do you think they ever tried to put that match together at a WrestleMania? Stevie Wonder versus Ray Charles? Well, Ray Charles was at a WrestleMania. Was Stevie Wonder ever at a WrestleMania? He wasn't. He should have been at a Starcade. Yeah. Um, I bet there was some resentment there. He was like, you know, like maybe they hung out. Maybe, maybe they didn't care. Maybe they related to one another. Yeah, maybe they were like the Blind World Order or something. The BWO. (laughs) You never know. The original BWO. (laughs) Um. Oh, here's more blind questions. Tyler wants to know, should AEW do a blinding angle and do the blindfold match with Jake and Jericho? (laughs) I don't really need to see another blindfold match to say they're not particularly good. Yeah. They they just did the blind angle in, in WWE where Rey Mysterio lost the eye. Yeah, Seth Rollins threw up. <laughs> so bad. The man's eye out. When he pulled out the ping pong ball. He's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that few too. Yeah. Yeah, did That's he never got his revenge? So much. No, Seth Rollins beat oh. up Dominic in a cage. Well, Dominic's kind of getting some comeuppance, I guess. I think he's doing all this just to get Dominic, you know, over. Like Ray's doing all this silly stuff, I would say. Golgo says Jake should be in a get that nut match. Well, he he told uh, who was it? He told him that he he can't bust a nut in the ring or something. It was very strange. Wow, that was uh, a few weeks ago. It was a build up to the pay per view. He told I think it was Brian Key told Brian Cage he couldn't bust a nut in the ring or something. Oh yeah, weird. that was a weird line, man. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Like, I noticed uh, they started like bleeping a lot of their stuff on AEW. Like when they started, like I think Kenny Omega said like GD or something like that, and they bleeped him. Oh really? Yeah, they started bleeping <laughs> some stuff. Really, that used to not be a uh, like a, a swear or on old television shows. Because you're not really taking the Lord's name in vain. You're actually saying God would damn this. Mm, I don't God know. God damn this. I mean, now they say uh, shows in the 70s. I think it's a stuff. sin. I think it's a sin. Well, yeah. I'm just saying they used to say it on shows in the 70s and earlier. Those, those blasphemers. I'm just, if you say God damn this, you're not saying damn God. You're saying you God damn it. this. I know. I'm just. I'm just Don't, saying that it, it, you're not. You're not. It's not against God. You're saying like, okay, let's say this knife broke, and you're like, this goddamn knife. You're saying, goddamn this knife. Jack, 
You're when not I saying want advice, damn, to God, damn to God. When I want advice in this territory, I don't look to Jackie Jones. I look to my mother, and she would say, don't say that word. Uh, what does Vic think? Yeah, do it. Oh, boy. You put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Take the name of the Lord in vain. It's a question of, is that taking it in vain some yeah i don't think, think it is some some people think using it using the name of god for anything but a sign of respect mm-hmm. is in vain but mm-hmm. aren't you respecting him because you're saying you have so much respect for him that he would he would damn this item into not working so it's not really showing disrespect but it's it's using it in vain because you're using so. it in a negative way it's not he damned this item. Just like a matter but, of fact. But how can you say that God would damn something? How You're not God. Well, then what, you shouldn't be able to say God bless this either. Because why? How, who are you to say you should bless it? You're not God. Don't listen to this blasphemer. Just, well, what's just the difference? Just go on another topic, you, you heathen. I think you're even. Nikia wants to know, has the Mysterio Rollins feud run its course? I didn't know it was still going on, but so I will say (laughs) yes. It's still going. (laughs) No, they're prolonging it. Oh, let me get over here. I got let me uh boom. (laughs) What time is it? It's Nikhil time. Nikhil time. How many questions? Fifteen incher. He's he's going easy on fifteen. Sometimes they're fun. I think they're always great. I say Nikhil is a hell of a guy. And he says he's the most honest man. That's honesty. <laughs> no, no, I really like answering which would you if you remember this team and it's like I love it. I look Rosie forward to, I look forward to it every week. Look forward no, to it every week. He's lying. He's lying, Nikhil. Love it. What was the better brand dur- during the ruthless aggression? Oh, I'm sorry. What was the better brand during the ruthless aggression era, Raw or SmackDown? Oh, I see. Which Was Raw or SmackDown better during the ruthless aggression era? SmackDown. 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 I'm gonna say raw just to just to break oh. up break it up. Honestly, <laughs> uh, Smackdown did have a lot of good. It shows. did. I mean, like the Brock Lesnar stuff back then. I mean, and, and Cena when 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 he took off, you know, mm-hmm. before he just became you know this kind of the same guy. But uh, yeah, and Eddie was there. Yeah. You know, I guess. Uh, what will make you watch WWE program again? I'd probably uh, start watching it with the crowds come back, at least just to see what's going on. I'm not saying, I don't know if I'd ever just, I guess really it's kind of a silly answer, but if it became, uh, what I, if I was entertained by it, I'd start watching it regularly again. Mm-hmm. I still watch, so I can't really, it's not a question for me. Don't take a lot of improvement. I agree. Yeah. 
Golgo says he'd like to see Nikhil wake up early or, or stay up late, uh, depending on how you look at it, and, and ask all these questions himself on the show. Let me call in. Zoom in. Mm-hmm. Who's zooming in? Number four out of 15-incher. What is your favorite episode of Seinfeld? <laughs> John? <laughs> Probably the uh, when they bet each other if they can stop masturbating. Oh, man. <laughs> Intra wouldn't last like an Mine, hour of that. The soup Nazi, but my favorite one was the Kenny Rogers roaster. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know which mine was. They all or, or when Kramer dropped uh, India going backwards probably was. Oh, uh, John, I just ones. watched that episode today. The Betrayal is the name of it. Yeah. yeah. The whole episode's backwards. <laughs> I like when Kramer drops the junior mint into uh, like the body, like when they're watching the surgery going on. Like they're trying to get a better look. Kramer. Man, the junior man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lexar, Stevie, anyone else have a, a I mean, um, El Santo or Vic have a favorite uh, Seinfeld episode? I like his uh, montages in the in the early episodes when he's doing stand up. I enjoy those. Okay. I don't have a lot of uh, – I've, I've watched Seinfeld, but I don't, I don't really know a lot about it, so I don't have an answer. I can think of a, a couple. One of, one of them was the one where Kramer fed the horse beef farina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the marble ride, that was that episode. He fed the horse beef farina. Mm-hmm. Everybody kept smelling like the horse farting. <laughs> I guess the other, the other one is when um, – that reporter thought that um, yeah. that they they were gay. That was funny. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Oh, that. <laughs> oh uh, how about when George Costanza was pushing the Frogger across the street because he was trying to save his high school? So, there you go. That was like one of the last episodes, I think. Like was right it? the finale. I always yeah. pick that to be the last one when it was on top before it started going down when it was close to the end. When it jumped the shark. I like Vic Farino. What a delicious Vic Casino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you upset Mike Rotunda and Gerald Briscoe have been released? That's right. If you guys didn't know, uh, WWE let uh, Mike Rotunda, our IRS, and uh, Gerald Briscoe go. I'm kind of surprised them both, but especially uh, Jerry Briscoe. Uh, he's been there forever, and he's part of the big deal where they get the um, the million dollars because they were on TBS. And then um, to get the uh, TV time back, WWE got like a million dollars, which led to them, you know, financing WrestleMania, which was always in theory that uh, Jerry Briscoe would have a deal for life because of that. And then, uh, so it's very surprising to let him go. Especially when that, like you interested, I mean, they're not hurting for money. They've had record uh, yeah. profit, so it's not like they're dying and they need to get rid of somebody. Then she just looked at him and said, you know that deal for life that we made? I lied. Could you imagine, though, really, like, firing this guy you've known for, like, 30 years? It's very odd. <laughs> He's like, bring him in here. We'll crush his spirits. 
And I did it. And they were getting right a lot of their um, their agents. And uh, you know, being the the father of uh, the fiend, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a weird one. The fiend and Bo Dallas. Yeah. So I, you think Bo Dallas was because I. It was weird they fired the one guy from the team, but not Bo Dallas. And I don't want anyone, you know, lose their job. But uh, it is weird that they kept uh, Bo Dallas, who I don't think he's been on TV in like yeah. a couple of years. Uh, I haven't seen the B team was the last thing they yeah. did with it. It was weird because they did the B team, and you think, oh, he's a couple of jo- kind of job guys. But they actually got it over. People were into it, and then like they just took it off TV and stopped using it. Like I'm not saying it should be a main event thing, but it was a fun fun you know low-end mm-hmm. card thing on the show it was you know it was a team that you could see and people were into like I, they had a place on the show it's weird that people get some over then they just stop using yeah they gotta be they gotta be humble because they got themselves over so. uh six who will beat roman reigns for the universal championship eventually i i think they'll probably keep it on him for quite a while so i've heard that they're gonna keep him for a while I think the Uso, uh, Jimmy Uso. I did like, actually see a clip of that, and I, I thought the – I've always been a fan of the Usos, and uh, I think they have uh, potential to be singles guys. Who, so, I thought yeah. he did a good job. He's doing a little bit of a single run with one of them there. I believe it's Jimmy. Yeah, they both have a lot of – they have charisma and stuff. And pretty, I, I think all the, the, that family are very good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Shaheen is here with us. Hey, how's it going, guys? How's it going? Jonathan Jackson believes Bo Dallas is part of Retribution. Would that be a big reveal intro if they pulled off a mask and like, oh my God, it's Bo Dallas? <laughs> Always Bo Lee. He just does that when they pull his mask off. Uh huh. That would Man. be good. Will Otis ever cash in uh, his money in the bank? He still hasn't tried to cash in. Mm. No, that tells you how much I hadn't been watching. <laughs> yeah, like apparently he keeps like his lunch in the money in the bank briefcase, and Ooh. Miz and John and Morrison stole it, and like they thought they had the contract, which you know they're like, it does, I don't know why they're even stealing it because like it wouldn't transfer over to him. They even mentioned that on the show, but they keep stealing his lunch by accident. They steal his lunch by accident? Because, like, it's in the briefcase for the wonder I don't watch his show. You're, like, feuding over his lunch? Who took my peanut butter and jelly sandwich? That's good marketing, though. They should sell... Go on, sorry. Yeah, I know. I highly think it's gonna work because you know Roman's gonna probably hold this towards WrestleMania. What we've been hearing with Rock, if it's even possible, if things clear up for fans oh. coming back. Are you saying Rock and Roman at WrestleMania? Yeah, well, that's what we've been hearing, but I kind of doubt this oh. is gonna even happen. But what makes you think this is gonna even work for him to get this felt for another the, failure? They should sell uh, Money in the Bank lunch boxes, though. There you go. That's a money idea. Bam. Hey, Otis and, sponsored lunch boxes, money through the roof. And while they, and while they're at it, they can put like a bag of gummy worms in there with it, you know. Oh, I would only do that if you're going to bring back um, the Boogeyman, because I don't know if you ever heard oh. this intro, but I have a really good idea for a Boogeyman merchandise. Yeah, 
You remember the boogeyman you see the worms enter. You remember the boogeyman. He grabbed the worms. So if you have an audience, and you can do it now in the Thunderdome because they could go to the shop zone and order themselves official boogeyman gummy worms. They're like, I want to get on the Thunderdome. I want to get on the TV, open them up. Ah, I'm eating the gummy worms right when my favorite wrestler, the boogeyman, mm-hmm. is on TV eating the gummy worms. Boom, they get on TV. Yeah. Plus, think about intro. This is a product you have to keep buying because a shirt you buy, you wear it. You have to buy another one. But gummy mm-hmm. worms, you're eating them so you can get on the television, so you can get on the Thunderdome. Exactly. Then you're like, well, that was awesome. I got Thunderdome. But now I got my, my uh, boogeyman gummy worms to keep as a keepsake. Got to go buy some more. You keep selling them. Boom. Until you get hungry and then you eat your gummy worms again. Then you got to buy them again. Yeah. The never-ending cycle to print money for boogeyman gummy worms. I had this idea for a while, but I've just never uh, talked about it on air. I thought now is the time. It means an opportunity selling New Day cereal. There you go. They did sell, but not WWE themselves. Yeah, I have a I box think, actually upstairs. Is that why they switched to the pancakes? Because they, they weren't making money somewhere. off the deal? That would be a good thing to put here, the bootios. So, I was saying, like, is that why they switched to the pancakes? Because WWE wasn't making money off Maybe. But I don't think they sold pancake mix. I don't understand. They never they did sell the pancakes. ice cream. They kept saying they were going to sell ice cream, but they never did. Yeah, that, that was lame. You like eating the booty? Did they have an ice cream cart one year for WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, but they, they kept saying they were going to sell them, but they never did. Yeah, I tried those on my YouTube channel, and uh, check me out at One Inch Biceps on YouTube. Were they good? But uh, uh, yeah, they were very good. I, I was I was actually surprised by how good I thought they were. Really? I didn't think they were going to be. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to be, like, so hot because it has the vanilla-looking cookie on it, and I thought, this can't go together very well, but it was good. It was good. I know Lex are your... about to rip his chain off of his uh, cabinet there and go get him some. Lexar, you're always doing, you know, into the Lexar, and you ever eat the Bootios? Um, nope, never ate the Bootio cereal. No. Oh, yeah. So, so I hear it tastes like yeah. Lucky Charms. Right. Although it, it does taste like Lucky Charms, though. So. It tastes like pennies. Uh, will Kevin Owens win a world title again? Kevin Owens win a yeah. world title. Eventually. Probably. Even, okay. even if it's just to hand it over to somebody else. Yeah. That's true. They do do those title changes quickly where it's like, you know, just to hand it to somebody else. I don't know why they do that. I'd like to see it, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a guy they're pushing very much anymore. But mm-hmm. Probably because of that whole thing that got leaked with uh, Excalibur. Oh, yeah, because he's part of that. N-word yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 Probably once the, uh, people stop caring about him, then they'll, pu- they'll put the belt on him. That's usually the strike when the iron's cold. What was better, WCW Cruiserweight Division or the X Division? Yeah. I, my, I wanted to say uh, Cruiserweight, yeah. but uh, yeah. X Division stuff had some some of the best stuff ever in uh, in um, mm-hmm. 
in TNA, you know, uh, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and um, Christopher Daniels. So. Yeah. I'd say overall, probably the cruiserweight, but um, for that, that, I don't know. There, there was some great stuff in the cruiserweight division, though, too. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the X division. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting question. It's like the cruiserweight lasted several years, though, and it's like X division. It's like they do it every now and then, but, like, they don't really, like, push it. Real yeah, I'm just going head. by like at the height of uh, the division because yeah. I don't I mean, think they're doing anything like, at the moment. You also had Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero oh, in yeah. the cruiserweight division. Oh. So those are some good matches. Yep, yeah. and uh, it really brought that uh, style to uh, to American television. Mm-hmm. It made it possible for uh, guys that size to become stars. Yeah. I kind of felt they left much more influential under ten minutes. For the cruiserweight division, if you remember WCW, Gil, they didn't last too long, called to twenty minutes. So the X division gave more time to them, you know, more. Yeah, but t- uh, for the at that era, TV matches never lasted because they didn't want the matches to go, you know, multiple uh, segments. They wanted them to end before yeah. the, which I personally think is smart, because when you have the when when they bro- when they're broken up with a commercial, it takes you out of the drama of the match. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I bet, but I mean, there was some great stuff in the X Division too. So, let's see here. What was the name of your first ever crush? My first John ever Howard. Crush. <laughs> <laughs> well, who could blame him though? I'm the only. <laughs> uh. See, I remember like I was really crazy about a girl when I was really young. It was like second grade, but her name was Anna. But that's it. How old was she? Well, she was in second grade too, so I don't know how old you are <laughs> in second grade. Anyone else want to answer this question? My neighbor across the street. No, really? <laughs> Are they still living there? Her parents do. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> uh, what age did you first discover pornography? Man, these questions are a lot different than Nikhil. <laughs> great. What's up with Nikhil? Well, I, I'm going to look up this word. So the parent, I was 44 when I first discovered what, what this means. <laughs> I remember (laughs) me and my brother were at the playground and there was like a torn up magazine like and it had pictures of you know this dude and a girl you know I get I know that's probably first time I came across pornography I would say that was my first uh, encounter of it I was pretty young I was Second grade, maybe right? seven. Oh, okay. That was that was maybe. probably first grade. Seven or eight. Eight, probably maybe second around grade. There. See, I see a connection here. Hey, Jack. You've been to Toronto, have you? When you were in Toronto, did you go? You you went down Young Street, didn't you? <laughs> no, we were only there for night. So. Oh, I see. Well, <laughs> before before Toronto got cleaned up. 
Toronto downtown Young Street was a pretty seedy area. And my first introduction to pornography, I was a teenager, underage, and I was there with my, my mother and my stepfather. And they were going into the store and I kind of lost track of them. So I'm trying to catch up to them. And I just <coughs> ran into the first store that I, that I thought they were in. Turns out, <laughs> turns out it was um, uh, a porno shop, a lot of magazines and VHS tapes. And um, this guy just grabbed me and immediately, <laughs> without hesitation, threw me out of the, <laughs> me out of the place. Okay. Uh, just tossed you out? Yes, just tossed me right out. <laughs> I, I suddenly looked and I was like, what, what is he doing that? And then I looked I, at, at the, what was like in the window of what, what, I, what I just went into. There's got to be laws against that. Just tossing the kid, just like. Just, not like, in Toronto. Not in Toronto. Plus, this was like the 40s. I mean, Stephen Stephen. Oh, no, was there like a guy on the corner playing the piano, like dum, 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 <laughs> a dancing monkey? <laughs> like, yeah, or just like you know, I could see the footage now, Steve walking down, black and white. How about Lexar? How old were you when you discovered this uh, thing called pornography? Twelve years old. Man, he remembers. I, I think eleven or like twelve. A holiday. Yeah, 11 or 12. I was watching one of those wrestling pay-per-views. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, that's wrestling. That's not pornography. Yeah, no. but yeah, but during those age before cable went digital, right. uh, uh, they, they, you know, they usually showed a pay-per-view replay. Right, so you, were, you saw like, like uh, some digitized yeah. stuff going on. I fell asleep during the replay and then woke up and my cable still on the, the pay-per-view channel where that pay-per-view was uh, on and I saw like these this guy fucking a girl and me trying to figure out how he grew that penis that large. (laughs) (laughs) That's a foreign object there. Yeah. (laughs) And these women with the huge tits and like I've never seen women with huge tits. (laughs) That's my introduction. You're still wondering how uh, how he got it so big. I think he took an enhancement pills. <laughs> so your your first porn experience, your your first takeaway is how did he grow his dick so large? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like huge, strong. Yeah, I get it. I get that. Just, oh my God. I don't know. I'm just kind of confused. He was ready for that answer, though. You saw oh, how, yeah, how, how yeah. he jumped yeah, he, on that. He celebrates <laughs> the anniversary every year. Women with huge tits, too. Anyway, I got a question, I got a question of my own, Jack. All right, all right. Uh, have you entered the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes? <laughs> <laughs> No, I've not actually. I think maybe my parents, my my mom used to might have when I was a kid, but I've never yeah. did personally. No, I'm, I get mad whenever I hear about publisher clearing because, like, I remember I'm sending that the big envelope that says like you're like a few steps away from winning like this much money, and I, it just it was just like it just left a bad feeling with me because it's Damn. like I know this is fake. And they're just they're just teasing me now. It's like when you're playing a slot machine, 
And you know, the slot machine gives you like a dollar and you're like, I know you're just messing with me, slot machine. I know you're just going to take it all in the end. It's like, it kind of pisses me off. So then I just leave. Screw you, slot machine. Taking my money and getting out of here. Do you think Dave Meltzer knows about In Your Head? Well, I mean, he's been on the show. Yeah. I said, you know, when I send out recaps, I was yeah, you were like you had a special thanks and like some of. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. Figure four, I remember seeing you on that. Were you, were you in the Observer? Any like this? Yeah, the same thing. I think like the special thanks because we used to when we did a lot of interviews, we would send all you know all the recaps to him. Yeah, I'd say he's aware of us. I don't think he listens like. Right? No, I mean he wouldn't be into the into uh, you know, the, our first experience with pornography and. Can you imagine Dave Meltzer like listening to it? <laughs> like Lexars? Like the, 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 okay. We could ask him that. Question. I think that'd be awesome. But yeah. Went from like fucking like Eric Bischoff, like fucking headline news to like, yeah, this guy fucking just air homes people at shows. And when's the first time you watched porn? Oh, yeah, dude's dick was huge. And I was just like, it's so big. I think I'm going to try to book a. I'm going to try to get Meltzer back on and we're going to keep him on and ask the questions. That'd be a good segment. Look, Dave, you want to stay with us and ask the questions from the Hediverse? That would be Over. amazing. Uh, who do you, who do you, pre- who did you prefer DX or NWO? I was definitely NWO guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. NWO. Live. Chico. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I was I wasn't really a big NX, uh, DX guy to be honest, but NWO. I mean, that was my favorite thing going at the time. I choose NWO for the wrestling and uh, and uh, gang mentality, but I choose DX for their like sex jokes and all that stuff. Oh yeah, well you're a big perv, so. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, did you wonder how big? Remember when Michaels had 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 his tight stuffed on Raw? Were you wondering how how he got it so big? <laughs> I heard it was tube size. Uh, in the past, last five years, do you think NXT takeovers have been better than WWE pay per views? Yes, of course, yeah, definitely. Four. Well, yeah. I see, without a doubt. A lot of them would be better than WrestleManians. Um, what was the first ever pay per view you brought uh, bought for? The well, list all of them. Oh. Woo! Ric Flair winning the title. Oh yeah! First one was WrestleMania two. I was a little kid. Uh, my mom bought it. Lord, we didn't, we didn't TV. have the capability around here to like the early nineties. I live in the backwoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, WrestleMania nine for me. WrestleMania nine. Oh, the worst WrestleMania. <laughs> Although at that time I thought it was okay. Yeah, As it was kid, bad. I thought it was okay because Hulk Hogan won the belt. Even though that was the worst thing. Looking back now, now made that be terrible. Yeah, but Giant Gonzalez and Undertaker and Crush and Doink are two of the worst matches in WrestleMania history. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always think the outside shows, I mean, there's exceptions, but they don't have the same feel to me. It's like bright outside and you, they're outside. And yeah. I remember my brother ordering the pay-per-view. It was one of the Royal Rumbles, I think. And like the cable company or something, they went on strike. And we had the box for the pay-per-view and everything to like watch it. And like, I remember they went on strike or something and we had to take the box back. I can't remember all the details about it, but I remember my dad telling the people when he was taking them back, like, you know, my boy is awful disappointed that he's not going to get to watch his show. Cause like we didn't have like, we had to get like a box from the, uh, I guess like we didn't have the box like rented out permanently or something. We got a filter to go on the back of our TV. That's how we oh, got yeah. it. <laughs> we, we would have to we would have to call uh, in the early early days. You'd have to call pretty far in advance, and then they would set you up with like one specific. It wasn't like a regular channel that was pay per view. They like turn it the channel you know sixty two or whatever, uh-huh. and then that whole day it would be on, but it would be mostly just showing the same you know like hour or half hour you know package over and over until the pay per view like, would start, like a sizzle reel. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got would the you first show, like, one for screen with you know Royal Rumble today or whatever. But I know because um, I used to see where people said Re- uh, WrestleMania two wasn't on pay per view, but I mean I ordered on we ordered on pay per view. I don't think it was you know as big as as WrestleMania three. It the was the Wrestling Classic was the first real pay per view, and that was like the November before. The first WrestleMania was mostly closed circuit, according yeah, to WWE. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I saw it on. Uh, I used to rent it when I was a kid. The VHS tape of the wrestling classic. I've got the box set, and I, John knows that I have it because I've showed him. It's the original. It was a box set they came out with in like '97 when they were changing over from Coliseum Video to WWF on Video. Mm. And I've got WrestleMania's one through thirteen. And it's the original pay per view with all the original music in it, and that to. Now it's so hard to find. If you watch it on the network, all that stuff's edited. Yeah, music is dubbed over. But still, this that I have is that. all the original music in it, and that has to be rare. I could probably go and get it. I think it's right over there. <laughs> <laughs> and just when Hulk Hogan and Mr. D came out at the first WrestleMania, they came out to "Eye of the Tiger" by Survivor, which I had mm-hmm. never heard before till I watched that particular version. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the theme song that everyone thinks of him in WWF that was made for the U.S. Express, but you know they edited yep. that, that stuff. Uh, what what did the U.S. Express come out to now on those old shows? Because they they I don't I assume they don't come out to All American. I think he first came Real out American. to Real American. Like they made it a video on Saturday Night's Main Event or something, and I think he started then, like early 1986, maybe. Because he was still using Eye of the Tiger on the Wrestling Classic. I have the pay per view mm-hmm. version of it too, and he's still using Eye of the Tiger then. When he mm. fought Rowdy Piper. Mm. Cool. Uh, Jonathan Jackson says uh, El Santo should put a mask on his cat. With <laughs> <laughs> a new black tiger. Uh, Tyler <laughs> Stevens, does interest still have the love for ZZ? Mm. Lexar is nodding in green. <laughs> I was thinking about this today, though. Really? Like, you just sit around, kinda, just like in your mind, you're like, man, it's easy. 
Well, Billy Gunn was bullying him in a sense. Would they? Would would today's culture be so <laughs> for that? You know, because nope. they're kind of making fun of his weight. They're kind of you know talking about him you know being out of shape and stuff. So. I think I think he proved. He pr- I day. think he proved them right though because he did not go on to pursue wrestling. He, mm. If I think they were trying to show him tough love because they saw something in him. But he had to improve, and he didn't. He didn't run with the ball. Yeah, they weren't being very encouraging, though. They, they yeah, but I mean, he used to do like a lot worse stuff. Love and all that, but in the end, I think it's just them being an asshole. Back in the day, uh-uh. they broke right there. Hulk Hogan's leg. Box set. Oh, box That was the wrestling classic on that. Show that again, uh-huh. Steven. It's just WrestleMania. There you go. That's oh, yeah, I have that, too. Ah. <laughs> it's all the original. An uncut pay-per-view, and those are – it's rare. Very rare. I still got it. <laughs> yeah. You still got it, Stephen. Let's all chant. You still got still it. Still got it. <laughs> I converted them over to DVD. Uh-huh. So, I've got them on DVD now, but – yeah, that was very, very rare to find. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, would you guys like to see a, a TNA NWA invasion angle? I think it could be sweet. Hmm. I'm kind of in agreement with Alexa here, but I'm, I don't watch Impact, so I probably wouldn't know what happened. But well, I don't get the channel. But That's I mean, I'm watching. Forgot the channel. They're doing stuff with uh, AEW now, so I don't think it would be in their best interest to kind of go to Impact. Who would invade who? Would the NWA or AA invade TNA or TNA invade NWA? Hmm. What if they're retribution? What if they take off the mask and it's 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 all Impact guys? I could see NWA and Van Impact because they used to go by NWA TNA, and they're like, "We're mad at you guys for getting rid of us." Yeah, but I think that I think they demanded money or something. Well, I mean, they don't have to work that into the storyline. Tyler wants to know: Did I eat the booze pickles? I did not. They're still up here. <laughs> not open. Uh, I haven't drank in 18 months or 17 months, actually, now. 17 months? I think it's hey, 17 months. So, no, I'm not going to eat pickles with beet booze in them. What? I was saying, speaking of pay-per-views in the NWA, did anybody hear about the NWA and the United Wrestling Network doing weekly pay-per-views? The first one was tonight. Mm. Mm. No, I, I did not hear about, about this. That. It's uh, NWA and uh, United Wrestling Network Primetime Live. This was the matches tonight. It was uh, the NWA Championship, Nick Aldis versus Mike Bennett. West Coast Pro Championship, Alexander Hammerstone versus EJ Sparks. Uh, Dan the Man Joseph versus Levi Shapiro. Chris Dickinson versus Dickie Mayer. Will Audley versus Jordan Clearwater. The Tribe versus the Wolf Zaddies. Some of these I hadn't even heard of. It says uh, NWA champion Thunder Rosa was also on the show. And yeah. if I can put the link in here, I'll show you. This was the matches confirmed. Uh, uh, well. But, yeah, they had a, um, 
they, they're start they're, they they're bringing back the weekly pay per view shows like TNA. Well, we'll see if that takes off. That's cool. All right. Well, that's it for the questions. Thanks for sending them in. If you want to send in questions in the future, go over to the Facebook group page, facebook.com slash groups slash Wrestling, or email them to iywhitewrestling at gmail.com. Follow us on, uh, I was going to say Twitter. We do have a Twitter page. I've never logged in. I should probably use that, but follow us on Twitter and YouTube and um, yeah, subscribe here on YouTube. Follow us on the Facebook page. Subscribe on all the different podcasts, Anchor, uh, Spotify, iTunes, wh- wherever you use uh, podcasts to do it up. Also, uh, rank us, give us thumbs up, however you do it, stars, five stars. Don't give us one star, buddy. Give us five stars. Leave some comments on those pages. I have no idea what good it does, but it will make us happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you say, Inchman? And most definitely. All right. Anything else anyone would like to say? There's a lot of cat people in here tonight. There are. There's only one dog person, I think. Hmm. Who's the I dog man? Just- yeah, well, so he and he has. Oh yeah, that's right. Of course. Like Stevens had his cat on camera. Vicks had his cat on the camera. El Santos had his cat on camera. Lexar's. Where is your Where is your cat? Uh, I'm sure you always talk about a cat. Do you really have yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, she's upstairs. We got. I got two. My cat kind of looked like uh, El Santos. Like, oh really? But she never comes down here. Her name's Jojo. She's kind of black and got the white underneath her. So, I was happy to see all the animals. Lexa, are you getting any pets? Oh, but there's always stray cats going around the neighborhood, though. Just like, grab one up and then yeah, that's bring it on the show. I'm not sure if it's somebody's. Uh, we can let her go. Let her. Let her. Or him go afterwards. Just mm-hmm. make it. Just make an appearance on the show. Give us some like Frisky's cat food. There you go. I think, Lex, yeah. I think uh, El Santo has put on a mask. Jay B- Beefington here, he says, Santo has become Santa. <laughs> he means Santa as in Santa Claus, but you know, in Spanish, mm. that would actually be oh, female yeah. Santo. There it is. I <laughs> 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 <Hello>. love <laughs> Yeah, actually, real quick. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, you guys are you guys are the first like wrestling show that I ever listened to, right? And mm-hmm. it's amazing because I started listening to other wrestling shows, and you guys are the last ones that are still standing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a big shout out to you guys for doing that because I mean, I I know I know you know Jack and I got into it back in the day over plugs and stuff. I'm sure you don't give a shit now, but. Um, a former show that you guys used to bump heads with, you know, Don, Tony, and Kevin. You remember those guys? Yeah. Kevin Castle? Mm-hmm. They, they just wrapped up their show today. They, that's done. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So, like, you guys are literally the longest standing, I think, wrestling podcast out there. Correct me well, if I'm that's wrong. that's what we were shooting for, so. Yeah. Well, I guess you can wrap it up tonight, man. You guys have got <laughs> We have won. <laughs> we won. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. This is the last one. I can't now because 
So, I mentioned on the show, uh, GoDaddy screwed us. We paid for unlimited service, just renewed it. Then they're like, you have to move this stuff off or we're going to terminate your deal. We had three days to move 15, 16 years of content, which totally sucks. So, we backed up all this content. Six, uh, me and Tyler backed up 16 years of content on In Your Head and 15 years of content on Without Your Head, which is not fun. Uh, and so I've slowly over the weeks been trying to restore all this content because now there's all these dead links on the website because, uh, the previous links aren't there. So I've got all 2020 done on both sites. Uh, I've 2019 done without your head. I just started in 2019 in your head. And so like many, many years left and it is a very tedious time consuming task. And sometimes I think I'm losing my mind when I'm doing this. But there's no way I could quit now. I can't spend all this time putting all these shows up and then be like, forget it. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, Jack, maybe I, I should have thought about the if you would have brought that up before I started putting all this stuff back up, I could have just got out of here. <laughs> what you Don't ever spin up the corporate America, Jack. So It's crazy, though, man. You, got, you guys and them, I think, were the first ones to – because, like – I think they were on 16, 17 years. How many years are you guys? Yes, since same, 2005, right? so uh, 16, yeah. 15. I think they were 2006. So you guys are literally the longest standing one. High five, Incher. In your head forever. Ever. Ever. Well, I thank everyone here. I appreciate that. I'm glad I enjoy doing the show with the Inch Man every week. Sometimes we fight and argue. I don't know how you guys but do it. That's why – big shit. shout out to you guys for, for you know, being able to withstand each other for years because, I mean, I used to yeah, do a show. Well, uh, we, we haven't been able to stand each other for, for a while, but we still I do know. a show. <laughs> you, still, you still keep it going. So, that's, that's mm-hmm. props, man. I, I couldn't do that. The second I'll give I you a fact. Just because I know he always cuts the bread oh. and while he makes the bed because he knows exactly <laughs> what he's going to first say before he gets on the out for in your head. Boom! Damn. That's the secret, why we keep going. The secret uh, of a lasting longer in your head is that, it, first of all, the host, Jack and Incher, they're like uh, peanut butter and jelly, and uh, us, the Headyverse. Myself, I agree 100%. Shaheen, Songman, Vic Shavoni. Juju B. Juju B. If she ever shows up on the Zoom, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, I can't wait to see Lexar's uh, eyes when Juju B pops up on the. Oh, yeah, it'll goodness. be just like one of those like emojis with the hearts <laughs> as eyes. <laughs> Your tongue will stick out like the old Bugs Bunny cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes of. The old Texas doing it now. There's another. There's a new facial expression for you. Yeah, I love it. Well, I do. I appreciate everyone listens to the show and everyone who zooms in every week, or even if you don't even do it every week, but you zoom in. Everyone who shows up here in the chat room, it's very fun. I enjoy it. Uh, you know, we haven't made much money or any money. Probably lost a lot of money, but uh, we. Uh, but but we built a community, and that's really fun. Yeah. <clears throat> so Lago here's the 13 goes between the ropes has been around longer. I didn't even know they're still are they still doing their thing? I don't think they're I don't think they're doing shows. Who? I thought they were dead. I don't know. 
are you talking? I know about? they've changed hosts a few times. Like maybe Brian Fritz is still there, but I don't know. Beats me. I don't think so. Is he not even there? Then, like, if it's not the original host, then that don't count. <laughs> Gotta have at least one original host. At least one. Steven's looking it up. Either um, way, it's cool. Yeah, so... I was wondering, so because I put, I was telling you, I'm re, putting all these shows back up, and after a couple of days, the without your head stuff had thousands of downloads. Like, oh wow, this is cool, like two thousand downloads one day, and I just, you know, put them up on this new page. It's like, oh well, it's working, and the in your head one had seven. I was like, what the fuck, seven? <laughs> and then uh, so I looked, and they, and it wasn't connecting to the to the old uh, to the old uh, uh, what do we call it the podcast stream. So we had to it, technically just had to reconnect the RSS stream, so they connected. So mm-hmm. then the then the, the they started to go way up again. But yeah, so but I do think it did result, and there's actually two two uh, actual podcasts out there called In Your Head. They're both in your head, but one will have like. No, no subscribers, and the other one has people. So, uh, doesn't matter. Just subscribe to the one with with more uh, with more uh, people on it. More people. Yeah. Well, the last, the last between your ropes was in April of WrestleMania watch-alongs. So it's been since April was the last one. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. And by the way, Incher, because. Yeah, Shaheen just brought up we've been doing the show for a while. Uh-huh. Someone out there might be inspired to like, I'd like to do a podcast, but how do I get started? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. There is a yeah. website out there, Inchman, and all you people of the Hediverse, that will help mm-hmm. you record your podcast, edit your podcast. It'll help you get your podcast to all the platforms out there, something you might not know about if you've never done a podcast before. All in one easy-to-find place that's actually free of charge. All you got to do, Incher, is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Oh, excellent. That's pretty good because I know it was a hard thing for me to do all on our own when we were first starting. Right. There weren't sites like Anchor. No. Yeah. It I don't think hard. it was even called podcasting. No. The moral of the story is we're very old. Yeah. I was Spoiler I was a tr- I was a young man in my twenties. Now I'm an old man in my forties. Much more mellow as an angry young man. Uh, burned a lot of bridges. Can you guys do another shoot interview again? I'd be down. What do you think? I really like that episode. That's like one of my favorite episodes. We need a good. We gotta need a good guy to interview us. A in your head shoot interview. Shooting with with the Jack and Incher. Mm -hmm. We think. Tell a whole story. Yeah. I might even throw out the an idea I have for Boogeyman merchandise. Be exclusive. 
Excellent. That's right. exciting. We'll, we'll work on it. All right, let's get out of here. What do you think? Yep. All righty, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, for everybody, joining in. Steven, Lexar, El Santo, Vic, Songman, Trip. He's a new one. Good seeing you. Shaheen. Yeah, yeah, and be a good man like like Songman here. He tells his buddies, like, hey, I like the show in your head. Why don't you go listen or, or be part of it? That helps us out. That's just one man, song man here. He brought in a new listener. Everyone out there oh, can do the same. For that. All you got to do is hit share, put it on your Facebook, your Twitter, tell your buddy. Good all time. Help us out. All right. Spread the head. Exactly. <laughs> spread the head. Hashtag spread the head. I like that. Spread that. <laughs> Good night, folks. Good night. Good night. Nighty night. Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. And a fight, fight, fight. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. And a fight, fight, fight. Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre was great. He was not bad. A great big heart and a great big man. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small, no, no, no Andre could drink, and he could fight Drink, 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 and fight, fight, fight Andre the Giants From Grenoble, France